0: Hi, and welcome to the Circle of Film podcast. I'm Ryan, and join me as we step into Meg's top 10 favorite movies in today's episode. What's this? What's this? It's supercalifragilistic,
1: expialidocious. What is this? Where you be.
2: What is this?
0: So today, I have a guest with me, um, Megan. Meg, do you prefer one?
3: I usually go by Meg.
0: Meg, awesome. Uh, And you are here to talk about your favorite movies, is that right? Yes, as best
3: as I can. I'm not a huge (laughs) moviegoer, Mm -hmm. but unfortunately, my husband and I disagree on the kind of movies that we like, Right. so we don't often enjoy the same things, but I still have my own favorites, so it works.
0: Okay, good. Uh, And you, I know, through Fantasy Movie League, sort of. I don't know that we (laughs) really interacted that much on Fantasy Movie League, much, uh, until recently, but uh, your name is one that I'd recognized um, throughout my time playing.
3: Yes, you as well. I'm not. I hadn't been super active until we got into our little super leagues and power groups and whatnot but mm-hmm. i do i try to do my best i'm not entirely sure if i've managed to do quite as well as i have
0: mm-hmm. but but yeah yeah it's a it's a good little community we've all got going on
3: yeah it's super fun it gives me something to do when i don't have other things to do at
0: work mm-hmm. which is good
3: <laughs> I'd rather <do> that anyway
0: <laughs> how did you get into fantasy movie league if i may ask
3: I'm actually one of the OGs. I have played every week since it started. Really? Um, yes. I originally signed up for it back before it was Fantasy Movie League. Like, one year, Matthew Barry, I believe, if I recall correctly, just sort of did a summer movie league. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember how I found it. It was probably in one of his articles. I usually read his um, like NFL um, articles on ESPN and such. So I was probably in there. And I was like, oh, that's kind of fun. You know, like big summer movies, like make a little, you know, fantasy movie. I'm like, I can do that. That'll be kind of cool. So I did that. And then anybody I believe who had done that got an email when they set up the new fantasy movie league. And I was like, oh, I'm like, I, I remember this. I'm like, yeah, that'll be cool. I'll do that. So, and I've been there ever since. I've never missed a week.
1: Wow.
0: I,
3: pretty proud of myself.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. I, I wish I'd started back when it all began. I found out a year or so later, and I was really disappointed in that. But <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a it's lot. Sorry?
3: I said it might be for the better, because then you don't have to worry about like the learning curve. Like the first couple weeks, I was like any other new person. I'm like, I'm gonna put on eight different movies. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're supposed to do, right?
1: Classic, classic mistake. Yeah. yeah.
3: So it- If you look on the PC percentage, that's why my overall average is maybe not so great. Because I had those first few weeks where I'm like, one of everything. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Works out great.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You would expect it to, at least. I don't know. Um, But, you know, here we are. And um, now we're both, I would say, uh, if not the best, we're, we're good players of the game.
3: Yes, I am adequate. I will yes. say that.
0: <laughs> adequate. I have,
3: I have my moments of uh, of luck. And every now and then I'll be like... <sighs> A lot of times when I go with my gut, it works out.
0: That's Usually good. when
3: I'm like, this seems logical. This seems like it should work out. It just doesn't. It oh. never does. But... Well, actually, how did you get into the mo- into movie lead, if I may ask? Because I don't know much about your background either.
1: Besides,
0: well, so I started um, week... The uh, sixth of summer 2016. Okay. And I found out about it about a different podcast that I listened to, The CineRealists, Realists. And they had just started it week five. And they, I, I don't know how they figured it, found out about it, but like they started like of a, a, their own podcasts, like separate league. And so I was in the next week after that. And um, so. And like, I, I like I've recently gone back to check out like my, my early lineups, and <laughs> I'm pleased to say I never had a week with eight different movies. Oh, um,
2: come on!
0: My first week playing was um, Purge Anarchy week, Ooh. or no, Election Year Purge Election Year week, uh, and uh, and then uh, by the end of the, my first season or by the end of the summer season, which was an incomplete season, I got my first, my the last week of it, I got my first Perfect Cineplex. And then went on to get three Perfect Cineplexes to finish fall season, which let me win the separate podcast league that we had. Yeah. Which was awesome. And then haven't won the podcast league since that season. <laughs> uh, there's like four or five guys in the league that are really good Um, I mean, including myself, we're all like pretty much even, and we've all, the first four seasons, one of us won each season, so it was kind of this great little rivalry thing (laughs) going on, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's the first, you know, like, separate league I was in, and since then, it's just kind of expanded as, as each season and week has gone on, joining the resistance, and now being in a group with you guys, which is great.
3: Yes, yeah, so that sounds about right. That sounds like me, because I started out kind of on my own. I was in the OG League, but no one in there ever talks. So <laughs> the only thing I ever tried to do is a uh, billion-dollar Cineplex is in there. It was mm-hmm. very good.
2: And so yes. that was always
3: cool. I'm like, I need to beat him. That's all I wanted. <laughs> so finally, I did that. I joined the Resistance. I got better. All hail the Resistance. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got a top 20 a couple seasons ago. So awesome. Produce- yeah, that was the best I've ever done. And then last season, I won Survivor League, which has been, like, my ultimate goal ever since that started. So it's worked out pretty well. And now I'm on, like, a super horrible, like, downhill slide. Oh, no. I know. Yeah, I'm an (laughs) an accountant. So during tax season, like, January to April, I'm usually super busy. I don't really research. So being in the triangles actually helped a lot because the weeks I couldn't research and stuff, I was able to, you know, lean on them a little bit. And now I have... Well, I should have free time, a little bit more free time, and I, I've been doing my research, and it's just gone bad. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully, I can get back in the swing of things. We'll see what happens. Otherwise, yeah, it's just downhill from here. I'm just going to drag the whole team down with me.
0: It's no, fine. no, no. We'll pull you. Out, <laughs> we'll pull you out of this tailspin for okay. sure.
3: Good. I hope so. Uh, I
0: was I was just talking to my girlfriend earlier about every about just I don't know fantasy movie league in general and. Um, you mentioned like all the information that you kind of pull from these groups and stuff and she's never played. She doesn't really understand it, even though I talk about it a lot, but (laughs) the, like the thing that I always think about is that it's less about how much information there is and more about what information matters. I think. And it's not easy to figure out where that line is. A lot of the times it's a lot of trial and error I've learned. And, and a lot of error as well, <laughs> unfortunately.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. I tried to get my husband to play and he signed, he did sign up because mm-hmm. his problem is, is he's not real super into movies. Right. He he likes gangster movies and okay. he likes snowboarding movies mm-hmm. and like, like blow. He loves blow. He loves like all movies like that, but any other movie, like if it's not realistic, he's not into it. So like any like superhero movies, sci-fi movies, not so much. Hmm. He'll go to, like, animated movies. Like, I like the Pixar movies, so he'll go to those. If I drag him to something, he'll go. Like, we went to see Ocean's 80 the other day. Mm -hmm. I thought that was pretty good. Like, he likes, like, you know, heist movies and stuff like that. So that sort of qualifies in that area. But he's just not, he's not going to look stuff up. He's not going to do anything. So he did it for, like, a week or two, and finally he's just like, I don't know what any of these movies are (laughs) going on. Like... Mm -hmm you have fun with it. Cause yeah, half the time every night he'll be like, Oh, what are you doing? i will be like talking to the movie people. (laughs) What are you doing? be like doing my movie spreadsheet.
2: So yeah.
3: So, but he always encourages me. I always tell him, I'm like, I'm doing really good. I'm my win survivor. He's like, (laughs) he doesn't know what's going on, but he's very supportive. So that's good.
0: That's awesome. That's great. (laughs) Yeah.
3: (laughs) But yes, I agree. Like the interpretation of all of the information is the most important part. It's also sometimes the hardest part. Mm -hmm. Is trying to figure out, I always have a terrible time with like comps, like trying to figure out like, okay, this movie, I think should be like this, this or this. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. But I feel like I have a good handle on like per theater average. Like Mm -hmm. I can do that. That's kind of my jam. Anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of. But hey, sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad or like last week you get a PC in one league and don't copy it to all the other leagues.
0: Yeah. That's unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> oh. But that's I don't know. It's it's nice, you know, there's always next season and it's re- it, it feels like every season is really long, but it it comes up so quickly, you don't even realize like in a in a blink of an eye it's already the final week of summer or whatever and it just, especially once you kind of get into that groove of like, all right, Monday, we have the whole lineup shifts, and then Tuesday, we have this information, and Wednesday, and then Thursday, and then Friday, everything locks, and then the whole weekend, and then all of a sudden, it starts over, and it, it feels like it moves so fast once you kind of get into that groove of everything.
3: Yeah, I used to be on the, like, it'd be nice to have, like, a week off in between seasons, but
0: mm-hmm.
3: then I, I I think I would miss it. I would be like, well, now what am I going to do yeah. with my week? or? <laughs> You know, if like a really good movie comes out, and you're like, "Ah, oh, we're gonna miss out on like this movie. We're not gonna get any money for it."
2: Yeah. You know?
1: So,
3: <laughs> but it's good. It's fun.
1: Yeah. So it's a good. Plus, time.
3: I mean, it's not like it's free, you know. Yeah. Not a bunch of money into it, and I'm not really there's not a ton of prizes to win, so it's not like I'm like curses. I missed out on this.
1: Yeah. Supposedly it, there are mean, prizes, but
3: these these prizes. Mm. That, uh, has anybody ever actually gotten any prizes
0: that we uh, know about? I, I saw on the Discord um, like Devil said like he got a prize one of his first weeks or something but then he also was supposed to get one a season or so after that and all he's gotten is an email since then so
3: Yeah uh, and like the monthly matchup i ever see is everybody complaining like I never got my prize, where's mm-hmm. my stuff <laughs> but, but I don't know if it makes it better or worse that we spend all of this time doing all of this research really for nothing <laughs> more than bragging rights.
0: I always think like, cause we, we make fun of like the quote unquote professionals in this industry, as far as predicting movie box office. And yeah. I feel like there's at least a couple of hundred people in this game that could totally do that professionally far oh, better yeah. than the people that we, we compare our numbers against. Yes. But it's like I the. Pe- is I- go ahead. I was just, it's like the people in that industry, actually in that in that industry, don't even know that this exists to like mine us for information, almost.
3: If they were smart, they probably would. Yeah. Half the time, when I you because I average people's estimates and stuff, but half the time, I there's one website that shall remain nameless. <laughs> I, every week I go to it, and every week I'm like, this is, This is not even in the ballpark. Like this, even. <laughs> this is impossible. This is not happening. Mm-hmm. But every week I still go. I yep. put in the numbers in my little spreadsheet. And then usually by like Thursday, I'm like, Nope, this needs to come out. This is not, <laughs> but still, I still go. They still have their website. Yeah. Every week I put out their information every week. I'm like, no, oh. no. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's just all band together and just make our yeah. own website. We can just take turns. Yeah. I mean,
0: just like the prediction competition spreadsheet average. Does right? So we could, well. Yeah.
3: We really could make an article out of that, probably. We'd probably be pretty close. I think so. Now, who does the. Is it Furiosa that does the prediction yes. competition? Yes. Now, has he ever compared it, like, to see how we do in totality against the professionals?
0: Well, he runs. So he. So, like, the first column before all the people, everyone's entries is, like, the average. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. think that includes like box office report and pro box office uh numbers in it but that number is actually like ranked against everybody else
3: oh yeah no that's true
0: so like the consensus lineup or the consensus predictions i think is how he refers to it and yeah they do they do solid work
3: yeah i think consensus. i've seen before where it does we do pretty well i don't think i've ever gone actually like, looked looked Mm-hmm. I mostly look at myself. I look to see if I'm in the top five of anything, and then I'm like, oh, what am I, like, 50th? Okay, great, perfect.
0: Well, like, because, but... um, like, the consensus, since I, I track, like, the FM Olympics, all the side game stuff, uh, the consensus finished uh, third in new releases one season. It's won two seasons in holdovers, and it's won an entire season on its own and finished second <laughs> in a season, so, like... There are times when it's just better than us. So, which is frustrating. We
3: really, yeah, we should really just pool this together and just like put it out there to like some, you know, websites or something. Be like, "Hey, we <laughs> we can give you this information. We can just split the pot. That can be our uh, our prize." Yes. Out of the movie league like, prizes, that can be our prize. <laughs> yeah. I support it. Good. Perfect. We'll have to bring that we'll bring that up in the yes. Discord.
0: Yeah, at at the uh, convention. At the convention <laughs> yeah. that we finally have.
1: The convention. <sighs>
0: That'd be so fun. I,
3: I know. I popped in there once, I think. Uh, was it? I think one time when I was bored during tax season, I had like five minutes of free time <laughs> to eat and breathe.
1: Mm-hmm. And I
3: popped over there and I saw the convention thing was going on. That would be fun. That would be super fun. Yeah. Because now, are you in the Pittsburgh area? Was that, as yes, I recall right? That is correct. Yes. Yeah, so I'm, in, I'm in the New York area. So not city, but state. So. Okay. We just need to convince them to have it in this general direction.
0: That's what I was saying. Everybody was, like, talking about Texas and California. And I get California. That makes sense. I understand why. But I don't understand Texas. But.
3: Yeah, I mean, I I think, like, Austin area is supposed to be, like, cool and fun and hip and stuff. But I've been to Texas. on one, my dad really likes trains. My -hmm. brother lives in Phoenix. So one time we took the train from up here in New York, like Buffalo area,
2: mm-hmm.
3: all the way down, went through Texas. The train missed our connecting train. So we took a bus oh. right along the border. And I'm pretty sure all that was in Texas was churches and porn <laughs> shops. And that's all there was. Interesting. Like, yes. We passed like one giant church, some other like businesses, and then it's like adult bookstore. It's like, okay, another oh. giant church, <laughs> few ways down. Porn shop. I'm like, okay, interesting. So I don't know if like it, it balances each other out. Maybe. But, <laughs> but yeah. So I mean, if you want to pray and go to the porn shop, maybe we could do it in
1: Texas. But
3: otherwise, a different location might be better. Perhaps. Might be pre- <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> maybe, yeah, the bad part of Texas. Who knows?
0: Because I also think like it should probably be further north, considering how many people I know that are in Canada that play. Yeah. Texas is bit of a hike for them.
3: Yeah. the There's some Australians. They could argue that they are closer to California.
0: But... Mm. But everyone in Europe, New York, East Coast...
3: We could do, like, a regional one and, like, maybe just, like, video conference with everybody else. Ooh,
0: simultaneous regional ones. Yeah. There we go.
3: That would be a plan.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We've solved it. Done. Exactly.
3: Right? <laughs> we figure out a way to make money for all of our travel with our prediction competition, mm-hmm. pawning that out to different uh different resources to get some cash off of that, and then we can just yeah have our simultaneous regional <laughs> conference. Every it's perfect. We perfect. should just be in charge. I think we should be in charge of everything. We have I great agree. ideas.
0: Yep. It only took us about fifteen minutes. <laughs>
3: right? Exactly.
0: Yeah. That's
3: yeah. The convention tips. like conversation's have been going on for months, like I know. We figured it out pretty quick.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, real reason for today's episode, though, is your favorite movies.
3: Yes, after a 20-minute sidebar about <laughs> Fantasy Movie Link.
0: Mm-hmm. Get
3: back on track.
0: I fully expect that to happen with most of the guests I have <laughs> in the next couple of days.
3: interesting, though, because even some of the other people in the group or whoever else you asked, I don't you know i see everybody's name on there but i don't necessarily know their backstory or Mm -hmm. other stuff like that so i think i think it'll be interesting yeah interesting i i
0: i have two other in uh episodes hard scheduled with time so far with biff and noplex tomorrow nice uh which will be good and then i'm looking at having an episode with Furiosa, who we mentioned, and undecided voter, and Z, and Sparks, and and Nathan. So, I I only needed, I think, five episodes, and I think I'm gonna end up with like seven or eight, which is awesome. And yeah, yeah. so
1: that'll yay. be fun. Yes.
0: And... So, um, first question is, uh, how many movies do you have in your "Quote unquote, unofficial, maybe official list of favorite movies."
3: Uh well, I made like a top ten. Okay. List. Great. But really, probably like favorite favorites. Uh, there's probably like let's see, let's go down here. One, two, three, four, five. Probably like seven, seven or eight mm-hmm. that I'm really like yes, like I'm really into that movie.
0: Okay, love it. What, what is it about the other two?
3: They're ones that I like them, but they're not really repeat, repeat viewer ones. Like they're ones I've seen. I like it. I own it. (laughs) I would, you know, but if it's like a rainy day or I'm sick on the couch, like it's, I would probably pick something else over it to watch the rewatch value, I guess, is part of the equation for me.
0: That's fair. That's fair. I, I can totally relate to that. Um, so uh, we start with number ten. Is that good?
3: Yes. So number ten, last one on the list was high fidelity. Okay. So I actually had to go down to my like DVD, like I still have DVDs, my DVD collection, <laughs> and like look through because one of those things, like I don't think about it often. I'm like I'll be like, oh yeah, somebody will be talking about the movie, I'll be like, oh yeah, I like that movie. Mm-hmm. But it's never one of those things like. Uh, as I kind of mentioned at the beginning, like I'm not super duper like huge into movies. Right. When I'm in, I'm 34 now, but when I was in, um, you know, like middle school, we would go to the movies like every week, like 20 of us. Like high school, kind of same thing. College, I watched a ton of movies, but kind of since I graduated college, it just hasn't. We play a lot of video games. Mm-hmm. I'm more into like binge watching TV. Yes. So that's sort of kind of almost taken over a little bit the movie. Q. So a lot of my movies that I like are ones not really recent ones. They're ones that have come out more when I was like in college and stuff.
0: That's fair. Fair enough.
3: Yeah. A little nostalgia value.
0: Yeah. Formative time of your life.
3: Yes, exactly.
0: Yeah. So, uh, what is it about high fidelity that makes this list for you?
3: So high fidelity, the first time I watched it, I was in college as we discussed in college. I was very into music,
2: mm-hmm.
3: very like cool emo scene kid. <laughs> So since that was a lot about, you know, music, things like that, I liked it a lot. I liked, um, I liked the cast. Kind of one of those things, like I watched it and I'm like, yes, like this is nice. Like this could be like, if this was my future, that'd be okay. Yeah. So, but that's also, that's one of the ones where if I was going to watch a movie, it would probably get picked over. Like I've seen a hand, I've seen it a good handful of times, but I haven't watched it recently. It's been a while. Yeah. But still on the list. It made the list.
0: Okay. Fair enough. I saw it. I've only seen it once. And mm-hmm. according to my spreadsheet, I saw it in 2005. So 13 years ago. So it's, <laughs> it's not yeah, fresh yeah. into my mind whatsoever.
3: That would probably be, that was probably when I watched it. I watched it probably a lot. I graduated from college in '05. Okay. So yeah, probably we would have seen most of these around the same time, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. And also, can I just say that I really love your spreadsheet, <laughs> like, Thank you. with all your. And I was listening to one of the ones where you talked about your statistics for Ocean's Eight, and I'm like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Is, like crazy.
0: Yeah, because I would say I've seen a good four thousand movies since 2005, probably more than that. So, it's I. It's funny because like, my girlfriend will be will talk to me about a movie we both saw like a month ago in theaters. And she'll be like, you remember such and such semi-specific moment in this movie? And I'm like, no. (laughs) I don't remember it at all. She's like, it was a month ago. And I'm like, I've seen over 200 movies in this time. I just can't keep up. You know? Like, it's... There's a lot. It's a lot. I
3: know. I'm impressed you can even keep them straight. Like, I just have a bad memory, and I'm not real (laughs) So my attention span's not great. Mm -hmm. So I mostly just don't remember stuff because I'm not paying attention. (laughs) If I watched, like, 400 movies, like, I wouldn't even be able to, like, name them all. Even if I watched them all in a week. I'd be like,
0: mm, uh, I don't remember. That happens once in a while for me, though. Like, if I, I'm, thankfully, like, I record everything I watch on Letterboxd and the spreadsheet. So, generally, I'll be able to know before I actually watch the movie if I've seen it. But every once in a while, something slips through. And I'll be, like, five minutes, ten minutes into it. And I'm like, this <laughs> is really familiar. <laughs> and then I'll go to the website and I'm like, oh, I saw this like however long it was ago. Of course I did. <laughs>
3: yeah. See, I have a list on my phone of like 35 movies that I want to watch. Mm-hmm. And I haven't. Cause I get like entertainment weekly or I'll see like from fancy movie league or whatever. And I'll be like, Oh, that looks good. I should watch that. Yeah. I just never do. I have, and I was going to put, I was going to start like, you know, putting a letter grade, how I felt about it. I successfully watched one. <laughs> this list has been growing for at least probably five years. Oh, wow. And I've watched one of the movies. I watched yeah. The Big Sick. I enjoyed it. Oh, good. Yeah. But other than that, the list, it just, it grows and it yeah. grows. Nothing gets accomplished. <laughs>
0: yeah. I feel that. I feel that very much. <laughs> I don't
3: think you can say that, though, with your bajillion movies. Like... I'm pretty sure you don't have a list of, like, a million unseen movies. Well, You're going to run out eventually.
0: Well, that's the thing, though. Like, I felt that way. And because when I first started keeping track, this was back when I was in college in, like, 2011 or so. Um, I graduated from college in 2013. So within, like, two years when I started the spreadsheet and then really got into watching, like, the higher profile movies that I'd never seen before and, like, uh, I don't know, like, things like The Godfather and, and stuff like that. I went through all that stuff in those two years and I eventually got to this point where I was like, I there's nothing that comes to mind that I want to see anymore. I it just, I'd run out. It was either something that wasn't out in theaters yet or that's it. And so I started and, and I'd realized I'd gone through this period of time where I'd seen, I don't know, a couple hundred of like the quote unquote greatest movies ever according to like the vast majority of people. And that's when I happened, I think it was the summer after college. I was at the shore with my folks, which is the vacation I'm going to be taking next week. Mm. And I'm not a beach person. So I like to stay up in the shore house while everyone else (laughs) goes to the beach and like eat snacks and watch movies on TV and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) So great vacation for me. Um, But... (laughs) I was up there and like, I just had the sci-fi channel on and I was watching, I think, Lake Placid 2, which is terrible.
3: I didn't even know there was a Lake Placid 2 in there's, the first
0: place. There's, I think, four of them. That and... seems
3: impressive. There's only one lake. Like,
0: Yeah, it's, I had never seen the first one and I was watching the second one and it was really terrible, but I loved the experience of watching it. And so I watched a couple other sci-fi movies. It was like um, Sharktopus versus Terracuda. <laughs> all these really out there, stupid, terribly CGI'd mo- monster movie type thing. Like Sharknado type stuff. Yeah. And it kind of was like a palate cleanser for me. And I kind of hit... It all of a sudden clicked in my head like, I can't just watch the best movies ever. I gotta watch everything. And... <laughs> So I would, like, in the time since then, like, I rate every movie out of 100. I think at that point in time, the average movie I'd seen was rated, like, in the high 60s. Now the average movie I've seen across everything I've ever seen is 54-something. So it's taken a huge plummet. (laughs) And the amount of... Class of
3: two, that's probably part of the problem.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I, I just... So it's not that I have like a list of movies to watch. It's that anything I've never seen before is something I need to watch kind of thing. So nice. if so you know, like I, I mentioned on the Discord that I'd seen 400 movies that were released in 2017 alone. Like <laughs> that's so many movies, <laughs> and that's all yep. from one year. and movies have been around for over a hundred years now. That's a lot of movies.
3: Yeah. So like on average, like, do you watch one every day or you have to watch a ton to get all of these in? Or do you just go on like binges on certain days? Like,
0: Well, ever since, well, since I quit my job back in August, um, it's been, I've averaged probably between five and six movies a day.
3: That is very impressive. I don't, I just don't have the attention span for that. Though, actually, that's kind of a lie. I have I can binge watch stuff. Like, I've binge watched, like, Sex and the City. We used to, in college, we used to get the DVD of, like, the season. We would watch pretty much the whole thing all in one day. Right. Or, like, Scandal, like, anything like that.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's the same kind of premise. Um, But then, what's interesting, like, so, ever since I started the podcast, I have new reason to watch dip movies for you know so like now i watch newer movies with the intention of reviewing them or doing statistics for them um but then i've started so like i love how certain certain podcasts i listen to will do end of the year awards that they give out and so like i do that too but i'm also going backwards in time and giving out older year rewards as well so now I'm watching a lot of movies from 2013 to see what I missed and, like, hidden gems in that year. And then I'll do 2012, 2011, 2010, 20, 2009, and so forth. And, um, like, last, all of last year I did, every month I would do a top ten mo- uh, actor list of people born in that month. So I would watch, you know, in whatever month it was, I would watch... Uh, so, for example, I might watch... Um, in May I would watch movies with Jimmy Stewart in them because he was born in May or July would be Philip Seymour Hoffman and so on and so forth. So I have all these different reasons to watch all these different movies and it's it's just, it never
2: ends. (laughs) That's
3: pretty cool though. I like all the different, because I saw your list of like, you know, the top actors of, you know, this time period or whatever. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty cool though that you're thinking of like all these different ways to like kind of do it. And you know, group
1: them so, yeah. kudos to you.
0: Thank you, good work, awesome. High five. <laughs> yes, air five,
3: air five,
0: great. Uh, so for high fidelity, <laughs> to go back to that, um, yeah, I,
3: I get easily sidetracked. I apologize,
0: it's not an issue. <laughs> uh, so, um, that movie I gave it an 81 out of 100. Mm-hmm which is pretty good. So pretty good. rough breakdown of my scoring. Anything above an 80 is quote unquote great. Hmm. Um, I think 90, I generally look at as the difference between great and amazing, I guess. Oh. If those mean anything different to different people, I don't know, but <laughs> it's, no, I mean, it's not
3: like the same. Pretty good still.
0: Yeah. Slightly better than great. I Or you could kind of look at it as like, a great movie that I also love maybe. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's all subjective at the end of the day, but
3: yeah. Cause there's some movies that are good. Like they're a good movie, but they're not necessarily like, Oh, that movie, that may, movie made me really happy. I'm glad I watched that or whatever.
0: Right. Definitely.
3: Right. And that's a lot. Of my top 10 ones is ones that like, there's a lot of like serious movies I've seen. like, like American history X is like a great movie. Mm-hmm. Um, ones like that but a lot of times I feel like I'm gonna watch a movie I you know I don't want to deliberately make myself sad or depressed or you know what I mean? there's enough bad stuff in the world like yes. if I'm gonna watch a movie I want to be happy I want mm-hmm. to to bring me joy I want to leave like feeling good like I saw La La Land
0: mm-hmm. loved
3: it super good but then the end it's I'm a like, downer Dude, it's yeah kind of downer. I you know it brings you up I was super happy and then the end and I'm like really yeah, my husband's like, oh, that was really good. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, you were so excited. He's like, didn't you like it? I'm like, well, yeah.
0: <laughs> Begrudgingly, yes. <laughs>
2: yes.
3: Like one of those, yeah, it was really good. I loved it. Mm-hmm. It was a great movie, but yeah, it's just one of those when I'm like, damn it. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I'm actually, I'm kind of interested to see your ratings on some of my other movies that I have. Because a lot of mine are more, they're just more fun. Yeah doesn't take a lot of brain power. They're, entertaining. They're good.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree. Like, I, I do the same thing, and there are a lot of movies that aren't rated very highly out of 100 on my list that I, like, would totally go to bat for that, like, everyone needs to watch this. It's so fun, and then there are movies I rate, like, very, very, very highly that I'm, like, never going to watch this again, but <laughs> it, it's earned its rating one way or another kind of thing. Like Yeah, that's
3: actually like you can be subjective.
0: Yeah. That's- I like I the the phrasing that I use when I like like this is it, it's not these aren't my favorite ten movies these are my best ten movies so it's like mm-hmm. a hybridization of subjectivity and objectivity as best as I can manage yeah yeah
3: that makes sense
0: yeah so high fidelity is your number ten number ten what's your number nine
3: number nine would be the hangover okay yeah good one yes that one has good rewatchability. it's one of those ones like if you walk in you just throw the tv on you're like oh the hangover mm-hmm. yeah it's just one of those ones where like you just watch you just laugh it's just always funny
1: mm-hmm.
3: so it's one that my husband and i will watch together
1: oh good we watch it so
3: <laughs> but yeah it's just i just like it it's just fun it just makes me laugh
0: what's your favorite part of the movie
3: Oh, goodness gracious. What is my favorite part? Now is the first one the one where um who is who's the little Asian guy on there? Uh
0: Ken something, I think. Yeah.
3: Is that the one where he's in the trunk or is that the second one?
0: Yes, he's in the trunk in the first one.
3: That Ken, is obvious Ken Jeong. Yes. Yes. He he is excellent. Basically anything with him. Oh yeah? Particularly yeah, when he jumps out of the trunk naked. <laughs> That's probably the best part. I remember seeing that in the theater. I'm like, oh, my God, what just happened? <laughs> like, but yeah, so that's a good part. I enjoy that part. That's probably probably the highlight for me.
0: Okay, good. That's, I love him in that. I think he's great. I I knew him or maybe I didn't know him yet from Community at that point. But um, yeah, he he's great in The Hangover. My favorite part is the um the song that uh Ed Helm sings. Yeah. That it's I can I remember at my old job, one of my one of my bosses was like came into work one day singing that song. I was just (laughs) like, What? Like are you listening to it like on your phone or (laughs) something? Like that's just so strange. Like but, I, it, but like, from then on, it's been, like, kind of stuck in my head. And, like, every once in a while, I, like, sing it, like, in the shower, just, like, cooking or something. <laughs> but, Excellent. yeah. For me, though, like, so, like, Hangover came out in 2009. Mm-hmm. So you had been out of college for a few years at that point.
1: Yes. That was yep. my
0: first year in college. So oh. it was, like, huge with me and all, like, my dorm mates and whatnot. i can't like i saw it three or four times within the span of a couple of weeks just like walking into other people's rooms and they had it on (laughs) and i was just like oh this is awesome and i'm just gonna sit down and watch it with you (laughs) 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 which is great it was so much fun
3: yes good bonding i think one of the other parts is that's good is one time my husband and i we were bickering about something in the car we were just kind of like you know how you just sort of like are yelling at each other about nothing you're not really mad
1: mm-hmm.
3: but you're just loudly shouting back and forth yes so, so he was yelling something I was whatever, just arguing with him mostly to annoy him and then <laughs> he was so mad that instead of now do you allow a, an f-bomb on your show oh yeah
0: totally are all the profanities allowed
3: <laughs> perfect I occasionally like sprinkle in fucks throughout my talking like seasoning so sure. I was trying to control myself just wanted to make sure Mm -hmm. so he was so mad instead of saying fuck you he said fuck on you like (laughs) movie and i'm like you trying to fuck on me and just absolutely (laughs) died and that was basically the end of the argument so now usually whenever we get mad we use that so
1: that's great that's one way
3: to use the to end arguments (laughs) by just saying ridiculous things to each other
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's awesome yes love it
3: Excellent. All right. Should we move on to now? I I sort of made my list in no particular order. So while we're talking, I'm like looking at it and adjusting decide, it. Yeah, trying to decide what <laughs> order I want it in.
0: Hmm. Uh, right. Well, right before we move on, uh, just wanted to say I the last time I saw The Hangover was in 2013. Mm-hmm. So it's been quite a few years. Uh, I think I watched it before I watched like the third one when it came out. Oh yeah, yeah. Which big thumbs down to the third one but
3: yeah that was kind of stupid yeah uh,
0: but i gave the first one an 89 out of Ooh. Uh, Very it nice. used to be a little bit higher but i kind of like I don't, I don't know what the word i'm looking for i've kind of like relaxed my view on it i guess a little bit but yeah i still love it I still think it's awesome
3: yeah like that's one of the ones i would probably like if it was on tv or something i didn't have anything else to do i'd be like okay cool but <laughs> yep. again it's not there's something I would be like, yeah, I'm going to go get this and watch it.
0: Mm-hmm. Awesome. Let's do it. Number eight.
3: All right. Let me look at my list. I think number eight... We'll say number eight is Saved. Saved. Yes.
0: With an exclamation point.
3: With an exclamation point. Yes. With Mandy Moore.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: So... <laughs> I... I don't know what it is. I just love that movie I think it's great Mm -hmm. I kind of like the little um I like Mandy Moore in it I think she's very fun Mm -hmm. um I like the whole idea of the you know like kind of not not picking on religion but almost you know just being like you try to be really moral like people that are very like I'm very moral I'm very religious I'm so great then they're really, you know, judgmental to other people and sort mm-hmm. of that takeoff and the spoof on that and kind of how it speaks to those things. Yes. But, and overall, it's just a funny movie.
0: Yes, I agree.
3: Which is a common theme amongst my voices.
0: Well, those are generally like the best ones to rewatch. Comedies yeah. And yeah, things, like and I said. Yeah, things that make you happy.
3: Yeah, like American History X. Absolutely excellent movie. I've watched it once. I don't think I've watched it again. Right. And I don't know that I would really, I remember that's one of the movies that was very like stuck in my head. I very remember a lot of that movie whereas some of these ones I haven't watched in a while. I don't necessarily remember a lot of like specific parts of them. Just the general feeling. Like I really like this movie, Mm -hmm. but yeah. And that's kind of how all this is. Like I'd be like, Oh, I'll watch this. This will be, this will make me happy. Like I don't want to watch American history X. It makes me sad.
2: Yeah.
3: Like, <laughs> <laughs> that would be one where it would be, like, maybe on the best movie list, but mm-hmm. not really my favorite movie list. So I think that's a good example of one of those.
0: Yeah, I agree. I've only seen Saved once. It was five years ago. And unlike Hangover and, <clears throat> and uh, High Fidelity, I don't remember really anything about it. Like, I have a small, a short one-sentence summary here on my spreadsheet, and that doesn't even refresh my mind at all as <laughs> to what happened in the movie. You said Mandy Moore, and I was like, she was in it? Okay.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so definitely not one that I, like, kept in my mind at all, ever. But...
3: Did you give it a rating? What is the rating for so it? So
0: my rating for it is a 54, which it's not like a school grade 54 it's like this
3: is, <laughs> failed. It's, it's
0: not a failing grade it's like this is okay
3: yeah middle uh, of the road
0: yeah and I wish if I remember the movie better I might be able to know like if it's like a high 54 so like it's a movie that I think is actually a bad movie that I like or if it's just an okay movie that I think is okay or where it falls on that spectrum but I don't remember it well enough to know that for sure <laughs>
3: Yeah, and that's one where, it's another one I haven't seen in a while. Mm -hmm. I watched it multiple times back in the day. Right. Old person, back in the day. Back in the day. But um, but I haven't watched it recently, so I can't really be like, oh, well, this happens, and this happens, and that, and that, and that. And then maybe you'll be like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Just just Mandy Moore. Mandy Moore's in it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, my my summary is, a girl gets pregnant trying to save her gay boyfriend.
3: Yes, yes. That's all I know. Basically, yeah. And then Mandy Moore's very judgmental.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: That's a lot of it. That's basically the whole movie. Yeah. The end.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
3: oh, all right. On to the next one. Sure. All right. What do we got here? Dun, dun, dun. See, I have pretty much my top 5 I think is pretty well like set in order. It's these these bottom tier ones that I sort of have to <laughs> put in an order
2: mm-hmm.
3: I think seven would be Ferris Bueller nice yeah love it that's a great that one I actually the first time I saw that was at when I was in sixth grade mm-hmm. I went to my best friend's house and we rented movies and I think her older brother rented that and we watched that and I remember watching it then it was when I actually like sat and like watched it watched it like right. get up and wander around. As I said, my attention span, not spectacular, mm-hmm. but it was, it's just like, that was like one of the like classic, like it's just one of those movies. Like if you don't like Ferris Bueller, like really? Yeah. Hopefully you don't on here and you're like, well, I gave Ferris Bueller a 20 because then <laughs> hang up, just end the podcast. Like no, we're done here.
0: No, no, no. I gave it an 86.
3: <laughs> yes. gave it an it 86.
0: Is. I've seen it. Supposedly I've seen it 13 times. That's an approximate number, um, as best as my memory allowed for when I made the spreadsheet at the time. I watched it a ton. Um, I used to go to my mom and pop house on the weekends a lot, and I would, ju- when I, my house growing up, we had like basic antenna channels, no cable, no dish, <laughs> no satellite, anything like that. So we got like ABC, PBS, Fox, NBC, and that's kind of it but I'd go to their house and they had cable they had, and eventually they ended up with like a dish. And I was just like
1: yeah. watching
0: TBS and TNT and, and movies all the all day. And I'm pretty sure I saw this like most of the times I've ever seen it there <laughs> on TV. <laughs> um, but then I think sometime later uh, I am, I eventually ended up buying the DVD of it and being able to watch it at home, at my own leisure, <laughs> and that was empowering.
3: <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. that that one's just great. That's like oh,
0: it's so. It's fun. just
3: yes, it's so fun. It's just, it just just makes me happy. Yeah, Very attached to things that make me happy. If you hadn't noticed,
0: yeah, definitely. It's like a, but it's like it's like every high schooler's fantasy. Yeah, to so just basically. like skip school, get away with it completely. You know, it's perfect.
3: Yes, I was a very good child, mm-hmm. so I think I skipped school like twice. And each <laughs> time, was, like horrified, and <laughs> almost like senior skip day. So I mean, like nobody else was at school. But right. I was still like, I'm skipping school. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, so was, I'm not Ferris. I'm more his uh, uptight buddy there.
0: Oh yeah, I've I've only ever skipped one day in high school, at least. Yeah. So and it it was not good times when my grandparents found out about that (laughs) not good times
3: i don't know if my parents ever like i think they knew i skipped on senior skip day because senior skip day but Mm -hmm. i don't think the other time they knew about it so lucky yeah yeah no (laughs) i didn't get grounded or beaten or put put into like a closet or anything so i survived
0: to be clear (laughs) none of that happened to me either. (laughs) <laughs> I don't want to give my grandparents the of the wrong reputation. That's yeah. not what happened.
3: One time Ryan skipped school. And then we couldn't find <laughs> him for like a month because he got locked away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it was, it was interesting because I thought I was so slick. Because um, what happened was I was supposed to take an AP test in the morning. And a friend of mine picked me up. We drove over to the place that the test was being held. We were there like two minutes late everybody was at the process of like filling out their personal information in the bubbles and they refused to let us come in and take the test because we got there late. Oh no. So rather than go to school, we left and went like to the mall and we bought a Frisbee and threw the Frisbee around and (laughs) like all this cool stuff. And like we killed time and we were finally ready to leave the parking lot. And my, my friend, we were, we thought, we were trying to leave like this, this parking area, and we went one way past this one store, and it actually didn't lead back to the highway, it led behind the store. And so he had this ridiculous idea, he kind of looks at me, and then looks at the stretch of road ahead of us, and he's like, do you think I can get up to 60? <laughs> and I was like, I don't think so. And he's like, we'll see. And so he like he gunned it and like we're speeding back behind all these stores, <laughs> and I think we ended up getting to like forty five. Like we did pretty decent considering <laughs> how I, how long I remember the road being. But yes,
3: we like speeding down an alleyway, basically.
0: basically. I mean it's it's not like it was a, a narrow street or anything. It was pretty wide open. But oh. yeah, I mean like no other cars, no other people, just us. And so the problem was the like end of this thing the turn like it didn't it didn't go on forever there was just a hard right turn at the end which neither which i mean he's the driver i don't i still don't have a license and he was not prepared for this turn we were going way too fast we kind of drifted as he tried to make the turn and slammed sideways into the curb Oh no! and the entire front left wheel bent the axle (laughs) No. So, so like the max speed the car could get was like 10 miles an hour after that. <laughs> so so we like slowly made our way back around into the parking lot. It was like 12 it was like noon. So we were supposed to still be in school and we killed another like hour of time before he called his mom to come get us and pick <laughs> us up and our excuse for how it actually happened was that we were going like 15 to 20 through the parking lot and uh, he was distracted by the radio and like i was on my phone and we hit one of those like um uh, islands in a parking lot kind of thing oh, yeah. and that's what happened i guess <laughs> they bought it i don't he's never told me if like the the truth ever came out as far as that's concerned but <laughs> As far as I was aware, they bought that story. And so anyway, so his mom came, picked us up, took us to school. There was like one period left. And we both kind of just said, fuck it and didn't go. (laughs) So they dropped me back at my house, but I was still early. So like I went out my driveway. I skirted around the driveway alarm that triggers an alarm in our house because we have this really long, windy, steep driveway. My granddad worked at home, so he was there. I snuck into the house, down into my room, played on the computer for an hour, snuck back out of the house, went back <laughs> down to the bottom of the driveway, triggered the alarm, then announced my return from school. Uh, and uh, my granddad was, like, outside working. There was a call. There was a message on the answering machine from school saying that I was not there and like asking for an excuse or whatnot deleted the the, the message <laughs> went back downstairs. I was like, I did it. scot free, none the wiser. And then like an hour or so later, my granddad like stormed downstairs fire in his eyes. And um, yeah, it was, it was pretty scary. <laughs>
3: so how did he find out? Did they call again? So,
0: so they called, I guess they called his cell phone. Um, because I had missed the AP test and they had something, something to the effect of like, I can still reschedule it, this, that, and the other. Um, and then through that conversation, he learned that I wasn't even in school at all. So I ended up having to retake the test at a later date.
2: Womp
3: womp. Yeah. <laughs> That's quite a story though.
0: It is. That's it's That's
3: very familiar-esque. Like
0: it's like cuz like he can't he like burst into my room yelling at me like really upset furious and like i was like the model student and model like child <laughs> so like really one of the only things i'd ever done to adversely affect them and their opinion of me and i was like this isn't even fair like it's my first <laughs> offense like come on and like but
3: now are you an only child i am Okay, you see, I had I have two older brothers, and they're, like, quite a bit older than me. They're, like, about 20 years older. Oh, wow. So my oldest brother, he's pretty, he's all right. My middle <laughs> brother, the one who caused all the trouble. Mm-hmm. So he did all the bad stuff, and I was, pre- I was like, model student, very mm. good. So, like, anything I did was relatively minor. Sure. And I think at that point, they had just sort of given up anyway, like, <laughs> when I was, Senior, my friend took me to get my eyebrow pierced for my birthday.
0: Mm-hmm. It's one of those things.
3: It was mostly as long as I didn't ask. Like if I asked, they would say no. Right. But if I just did it, I didn't really usually get in trouble. I'd usually get a <sighs> Megan Ann. I'd get one of those. Right. And that was about so. I threw a party once in our kitchen. Our back kitchen window got broke, and I thought it was the party because I was intoxicated slightly. <laughs> So I panicked, obviously. I'm like, oh, shit, what am I going to do with this window? I threw it in the woods, in the creek oh behind God. our... <laughs> just to, I don't know what I was going to say. Like, it disappeared. The window's gone. Like, who knows? And come to find out, after all this had happened, like, we still a screen window, so it's not like there's just, like, empty glass. Right. But um, there was a dead bird I saw the next day, like, on the deck. Oh. That's what the window. Mm. But at that point, I'm like, well, I can't... Like, I threw it out in the creek. Like, I can't go get it now. Yeah. That was one of those things where my parents were like, okay, obviously at a party, like, where the fuck's the window? <laughs> and I had to claim, like, I didn't know where it was. Oh, I didn't my goodness. Be letting, well, I thought my friend broke it, but really it was a bird. And then I just chucked it out into the wilderness. Like, mm-hmm. that was probably the worst thing I ever did. My brother my brother was way worse. He got arrested because he climbed on the roof of the mall once. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's scared of heights, so all his the cops came. Everybody else jumped down and ran away.
0: He got Aww. stuck there
3: because he was too afraid to jump. Aww. So I've never gotten arrested, at least, so I can say that. I can't. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to have to come back on the podcast at some point, and we can just tell lots of stories.
0: We can totally do that.
3: Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I think because well, now I need to know the how you got arrested story.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a long one. So unless it ties into a future movie you bring up maybe it'll happen but
3: that could be the meg podcast part two (laughs) definitely later on we'll tie that into there
0: definitely so ferris bueller was your seven i think yes okay seven
3: we've made such progress in the 55 minutes that i've been on here
0: (laughs) yes we uh (laughs) we we can now move on to the Last one in the first half of your top ten list. Your number dude, six.
1: Doing
3: amazing right here. All right. So number six. I was waffling between two of them for five and six. Mm-hmm. But I went with six is finding Nemo.
0: Oh, great one.
3: Yes. I love I love the like the Pixar, the Disney, a lot of those. I really like those. Like the Same. Toy Stories, Up. I really love Up. Probably would have a spot on the list, but I didn't necessarily want to include two <laughs> animated movies. And Finding Nemo is, like, my favorite favorite. So mm-hmm. that made it. Awesome. Yes.
0: What was your opinion on Finding Dory?
3: I have not seen Finding Dory.
0: Real? Why?
3: That's on my list of 35 <laughs> movies that I've been accumulating that I have not watched.
0: Okay.
1: Okay.
3: Yeah, it's just one of those ones, like, I wanted to see it in the theater when it came out. This is what Mm -hmm. usually happens. I want to see something in the theater, and I don't usually want to go the first weekend because busy. Yeah. Second weekend, usually, my husband is a a retail manager, so he works, like, every other weekend.
1: Okay.
3: Then, like, there'll be one weekend, he's busy, and then usually, like, third weekend, like, something's going on, and just gets to the point where we don't go, and then when we're home, we don't watch movies real often, like... I actually, I want to see The Incredibles this week. I haven't seen it. Because no. I want to go see The Incredibles too.
0: You haven't uh, seen the first Incredibles?
3: No. Oh, my goodness. I told you, I'm not good at movies. Like, I have not watched 4,000 movies. I'm lucky if I've watched what? 400.
0: <laughs> Granted, obviously, you haven't watched as many movies as me. But, I mean, I don't know.
3: <laughs> you can tell me I'm pathetic. It's fine. I It's not, I, I'm,
0: I, I won't it's be not pathetic. And I wouldn't say, like, I'm disappointed or anything like that. It's just, like...
3: You're very disappointed in me. I can tell it's
0: it's disheartening for me (laughs) because I I don't know, like it's something that like I'm learning as I'm like sort of starting to get to know a lot of other people who play FML. I totally expected the vast majority of them to be like movie obsessed and it's not the case. There's so many people I've already talked to that like, even just like asking them to be on the podcast with me. They're like, I don't really watch a lot of movies and I'm like, but the, the, what are you doing? What are you doing on this game? And it's just you really hours
3: per week playing fantasy movies. Like what do you mean you don't watch movies?
0: Yeah. Like you know, like ha- so many like I remember when Blade Runner 2049 came out um which was my little pony week for fantasy movie league and <laughs> um I was all week I was on Blade Runner the whole week. I I I saw like everybody was like My Little Pony like literally from like Monday at lo- at, when the at, when the slate was revealed and I was like now too easy I don't buy it and if I, I I went and saw Blade Runner like Friday afternoon right after lock so like had my lineup I was all set went and saw it with my girlfriend it's like two and a half hours long it's super slow but it was really good. But I came out of that movie and I was like, I've made a very, very grave mistake. There's no way this movie is going to come where, come anywhere close to making enough money this weekend. And I only knew that because I saw the movie. And so now, like, I see a lot of movies Thursday night so that I can have, like, sort of a basis to judge them a little bit better.
3: That's so, very sneaky. I like it.
0: And, like, especially, like, in, like, holdovers and and so forth like that, I it's just, like, if you don't see the movies, like... I feel like that's such an important aspect of this. Sometimes, not always. I mean, sometimes it can really yeah. help you.
3: I feel like I'm like pop culture, like I'm interested in, very interested in like pop culture generally. So I feel like I'm generally knowledgeable about what's going on enough to have an idea uh-huh. at least. Like it's not, I'm not totally flying blind. I just haven't seen the movies right like myself. <laughs> I'm a person I'll read like, um, like TV recaps, I'll sure. read movie recaps online Mm -hmm. like when they come out because i'm somebody i don't care if like i know what the ending or what's going on i'll watch it anyway but so yeah so i'm still fairly knowledgeable but yeah there are a lot of things that yeah i have this huge list on my phone like i said (laughs) i have a subscription to entertainment weekly
2: Mm
3: -hmm. so usually anytime i get to the back of it where they you know talk about the movies or the books or tv or whatever if it's something that i want to check out i'll write it down like there's so much on here. Like, I want to see Lady Bird. I want to see Three Billboards. And a lot of it's from, like, Fantasy Movie League, too. Like, Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. that. Before Sunrise, Hell or High Water, Moonlight, Brooklyn, tra- Trainwreck, like, Zootopia. Just a, just, a ton of stuff.
0: Just naming so many great movies in that list.
3: Yeah, since one of those ones, I know they're good. Yeah. I know they are. And wow. it's just, I haven't watched them. I just need to get, like, pneumonia or something, <laughs> where I'm, like can't do anything for like a few weeks
2: mm-hmm. and
3: because every night like because my husband i said he's a retail manager manager so he closes he works late once a week uh-huh. like night that's where he is so well we're doing this but i'm always like oh i should watch a movie <laughs> i just never do i look at stuff on buzzfeed i take quizzes about what breakfast food i am <laughs> i play games on my ipad like i i sometimes I'll watch like TV. Like right now I've just started watching Riverdale. Okay. So that'll probably take up most of my time and I'll add like another 15 movies to this list before I actually watch any of them. Right. But I think this has inspired me. I think I'm going to try more. I don't, when I come on here for your big jail story, <laughs> I need to be, that way I can have something else to talk about. I can talk yeah. about the 10 movies I've most recently seen. Cause will I've actually watched some, that can be the next one.
0: Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Um, awesome. So Finding Nemo, I've seen it about eight times, give or take. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it. It's one of my favorite Pixar movies. One of my just favorite blanket movies of all time. I Yay. gave it a 96. Woohoo! Which equates to approximately my 75th highest rated movie.
3: Wow, 96 and it's only 75th.
0: Yes.
2: Wow.
0: So there are um, 35 movies rated 96, 32 rated 97, 21 with a 98, 10 with a 99, and 6 with a 100.
3: That's impressive.
0: It's very, very select the higher up you go.
3: All right. When we get to the jail podcast, I need to know the 100 movies also. Okay. Fair enough. Not, well, otherwise, this is going to be like a five-hour podcast. So.
0: <laughs> well, so um, I had a friend on a couple months ago. Uh, named Kyle, who also plays Fantasy Movie League. He, like, semi-retired, though, because it just takes up way too much time for him, and he's dealing with, like, a new kid and whatnot.
3: I was going to ask if this was my husband. My husband is Kyle, who retired from the movies, but <laughs> he doesn't have a kid that I'm aware of, so...
0: No, and and this Kyle was actually really good at Fantasy Movie League, so...
3: Oh, definitely not my husband,
0: no. Yeah. Um, but he came on. We talked about his top... Uh... 250 movies but really only talked about his top 10 but like the whole episode was devoted to just his top movies of all time kind of thing
2: mm-hmm.
0: episode was over four hours long
3: oh good i can imagine yeah
0: yeah it was insane all right and... i don't
3: too bad that I'm, like using all this time to go on random tangents we're not getting in we're not making any progress basically
0: yeah <laughs> yeah it was it was great and even at four hours he had to like stop me at one point and be like we got to kind of wrap this up soon (laughs) because like it's like really late and then at night and i gotta get some sleep and i was like okay 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 we'll wrap this up a couple more things and we'll get on with it (laughs) so it's but it's great it's so much fun and he's uh he's coming back for more in the near future thank you which is awesome but yeah finding nemo i love it so yes. good. I saw it. My mom and Papa actually took me to see that, like, in a special early showing when I was—I guess I was uh, 11 when it came out.
2: Mm.
0: And I, which is—it's crazy because, like, nowadays, I—I I could like, you could take me to the movie to see, take me to the movies, and any of the movies coming out between now and like a year from now, I'll at least know of them just because of Fanny's Movie League and you know, just my obsession with movies. But back then. I didn't even know what Finding Nemo was. I'd never seen the trailer. I had no idea what was happening, and it just blew me away. Like, yeah, so good, so good.
3: I do not seen because it's one of those ones that. Because how long ago did that come out?
0: Two thousand and three.
3: Three. I was just talking with um one of the partners where I work, and he took he had babysat his grandbabies over the weekend, and mm-hmm. they went up to an aquarium in Syracuse, and that was like the first thing when you walk in the zoo is the kind of the fish area. Yeah. And his little, you know, like three and five year old um, grandbabies were like, oh, that's Nemo and Dory. They're in the uh, same cave. It so it's kinda of cool how, you know I and mean, for me, I'm one of those people where like, to me nineteen ninety five is like five years ago.
2: Right.
3: <laughs> it doesn't compute in my that it's not.
1: But hmm. it's kinda of cool
3: that it came out what,
1: fifteen years.
3: Shit. Yeah. That's like that's depressing.
0: It's every, just thinking about someone born in 2000 is like in college now.
3: <laughs> really depressing.
0: It's, it's really strange.
2: Yeah.
0: Cause like, that, I remember in 2013 when like people were talking about, Oh, the new millennium is a teenager now. And I was like, it's too soon. <laughs> it's too soon. I don't, yeah. I'm not in, I'm not on board with this.
3: <laughs> yeah. Like I was just gonna say, it was cool that like you know they're like three and five and they're like oh Nemo like they know who Nemo is and they know who Dory is. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like one of those like well, now like, classic apparently since I'm an elderly person practically.
1: <laughs> exactly, that's insane.
3: But yeah, it's kind of one. I feel like it's one of those like classic movies like a uh, like a Cinderella like type that like a newer version of one of those like the Pixar movies are to me are like the new Disney movies.
0: Yeah, modern classics. Yeah. I agree.
3: And I also I really like it when you have given my movies a high rating. It makes me feel like I'm doing a good <laughs> job, even though there's competition of any sort.
0: Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's always it's always a good feeling when somebody else is like, Oh, that's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, like, sort yeah, of yeah, validating. Of
2: yeah. Because um, like
0: with with like so I've seen every movie so like I when I did that episode with Kyle. I did it once I'd seen every single movie on his top 250 list. And I've done that for uh, the, the the podcast guys that introduced me to fantasy movie league. There's two, two co-hosts and they've each put out to reveal their top 300 movies of all time separately mm. over the course of their podcasting. And so I watched every single movie on both of their top 300s and I have a separate spreadsheet where I compare everyone's top movie lists next to each other. (laughs) And so like, I can say what movies appear on the most number of lists and what ones are ranked rated and average, like the highest rating and and this, that and so forth. And it's so neat when I'm like, Oh my gosh, you and I, you know, so-and-so and and I have 88 movies that both that appear on both of our top 300 movie lists. Like that's so many movies that we love. And (laughs) that's so cool.
3: Yeah. I guess I it's like it's always nice when you like meet someone or talk to someone who, you know, kinda likes the same things. Like mm-hmm. I'm very polite to everyone. I make sure I try very hard not to be mean, not to be <laughs> judgy. I will absolutely judge you if you have terrible taste in things. Right. Like I try not to judge people, you know, for many things. I'm very open minded, but if you have crappy taste in things, like mm, mm-hmm. no, not gonna work. So <laughs> So, yeah. So I agree. I understand. Yes. All right. So we've made it. Th- we've made it through five movies.
0: Yep. Halfway.
3: Halfway. All right. So number five. Mhm. The Princess Bride.
0: Awesome. Yes. Awesome.
3: Very good. Another like classic one of those movies where somebody's like, "Yeah, I don't like that." I'm like, "Really?" <laughs> Are you that's, sure?
0: that's a tough one to hear someone say, I don't like that, too.
3: Yeah. It's
0: one of those movies where, like, you you got to get real suspicious of that kind of person if they don't like yeah, it. Like,
3: do you have no soul? Like,
0: Ugh.
3: do you have really bad taste? Like, what's your favorite movie? Yeah. Like, what do you like?
2: <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, it's a little disconcerting. Yeah, if somebody's like, mm, The Princess Bride. Nope, just not into it. Like, hmm.
0: Did you watch it?
3: <laughs> I know. Ugh. Bad choices. Bad choices by those people.
0: So, Princess Bride came out in 1987, which is four years before I was born. Which, if my math works out, is probably too early for you to watch it when it re- when it had come out. You were probably too young for it at that time. I'm guessing.
3: Yeah. So I was born in 1983. Right. So I would have been four. I didn't. I think I saw The Princess Bride in college for the first time. So did I. Yeah. Yeah. I think college is one of those times where like. You, yeah, you have a lot of free time because I'm not going to study, obviously. <laughs> I'm going to write all my papers at the last minute.
1: Exactly. So I don't know
3: what else to do besides watch movies and do whatever. Mm. I'd watched a lot of movies in college. That's a lot of what my friends and I did. So like I said before, a lot of things I've watched or seen for the first time was in college. Yeah. And I think actually a guy I was dating, it was one of his favorite movies. and I seem to recall that that's when we watched it.
0: Yeah, I did. I kind of had like similar experiences like you meet all these new people going to college with you and they're all they all have. I mean, so many of them were like, you've never seen, uh I don't know, Fight Club. You got to watch it. And I was like, OK, or um not for me, but for another person. It's like, you've never seen The Lion King. How? We got to watch it tonight, right now. You know, that kind of thing. And like that happened every other day, almost it's, it seemed. And, like, Princess yeah. Bride was one of those for me. And I was like, this is awesome. Why yeah. didn't I watch this five years ago?
3: Yeah, the, yeah, kind of the same deal with me. I went to Ithaca College. Okay. So there's, like, a big, you know, TV, movies, like, communication school. Like, half the school ends up in L.A., like, mm-hmm. after they graduate. So nice. it's very, like, very movies, very music, like, a lot of stuff like that, which was cool. Because, like I said, it was very pop culture If I had come along like six years later, like my dream would be some sort of like. They actually had um, culture and communications as a major, like my senior year, which Mm -hmm. was pretty like pop culture. And I I was so disappointed. I'm like, I'm a senior. I can't like restart my major now. It would have, yeah, I know. I really would have liked to do that, but that would have been the dream. But yeah, so that's a lot of kind of where I saw a lot of stuff, because yeah, The Princess Bride was one of those ones where they are like, oh, Princess Bride, and I'm like, what is that? That sounds ridiculous, like, I don't want to know. And they're like, you have to watch The Princess Bride, it's amazing. And I was like, it is amazing, oh my god.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: so amazing. Yes. So, I gave it a 95. Yay! Super good. Super good. Such a... Such a good movie.
3: Yes, Mm. I concur. Obviously. (laughs) Yes. Wow, we made it through a movie in like five minutes.
0: Yeah, no tangents.
3: Yes, I think it's a record. There was a minor, like minor college tangent, but not that bad. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Now before I get distracted again, number four.
0: Number four.
1: Number four.
3: Number four is Ocean's Eleven. Oh, awesome! Yes, I love. Loved Ocean's Eleven. It's a little... It's a little... I don't know, superficial, maybe, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But I just really... I liked all the twists at the end. Really... Now, I was in a very big, like, Brad Pitt stage at that point. Really enjoyed Brad Pitt.
0: Yeah. It's um, a good movie for him.
3: <laughs> yeah. Excellent movie for him. And, yeah, it's just one of those ones, like, it's just... It's just fun. The whole thing is fun. It's like, so
0: upbeat and you know great just like it feels like all these guys together just like having such a great time with it yeah
3: exactly it's very it has kind of like a little retro vibe like kind of you know like rat pack yeah like baby type thing which i liked that that motif if you will yes so, really enjoyed that movie mm-hmm. so i was very excited for oceans eight saw that the other i did go see that i saw it in the theater <laughs> that was one of my movies where i was like very excited like i want to go see it Mm-hmm. So I liked it a lot. It was a little. I kind of agree with what you said. I listened to your podcast on it, and yeah. how kind of like you just wish there was a little bit more character development. Yeah. A little bit because the, they're also interesting. Yeah. And it, great actresses. Really cool. Really cool movie about. I hadn't really thought about it. I think till I heard you say that, and I'm like, yeah, like, like, I don't even know if I remember Kate Blanchett's character's mm-hmm. name. Exactly. Like it's Kate <laughs> Blanchett. Like she's. I want to. I wanted to be her in that movie. I was like, yeah. she is my animal. But <laughs> she's then I'm so like,
0: cool, and yeah. she wears like the greatest outfits.
3: Yes, but then it's like, well, how did she, her and Sandra Bullock even really meet?
0: We like, don't really get much of their history.
3: Yeah, like that's something I sort of missed. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm hoping that they do like an Ocean's Nine and bring in like Julia Roberts.
0: That would be neat.
3: Yeah, and maybe, you know, get a little, like, obviously, Sandra Bullock's character and Mindy Kaling's character knew each other before. Mm-hmm. But I don't, how? But I don't know.
1: Yeah. I don't know.
3: Yeah. Like, some of them are brought on randomly. But, yeah, some of that stuff, like, it's not like I need a 30-minute backstory on every character and their whole history. But, like, they could have tied it together a little better. I feel like that was one thing that the original movie, it's not like there was a ton of character development in that either. But you sort of felt like you knew more about the character. Mm-hmm which one i
0: want. felt like and i haven't seen oceans 11 in, in quite some time but my memories of it kind of make me think that just like the interactions between all the 11 of them and and just like how they play off of each other they feel like they've been friends for forever and so it makes you feel like you're friends with them and you mm-hmm. have been for so long yes which is such a good feeling to have
3: yeah, I think that's a very good description. Like, just from their interactions, you get a good sense of each character. Mm-hmm. I feel like in Ocean's 8, all of the characters were really, like, independently interesting.
2: But oh, I don't wow. necessarily
3: feel like they wove together as well as they could have. Mm-hmm. Which I think would have brought out a little bit more, I think, personality a little bit from each character. I think it have made it a little more interesting. But I still liked it. It was still fun. Mm-hmm. But it's not Ocean's 11. no. It's
0: Yeah. I gave Ocean's Eleven an 86. Really
3: good.
0: good. Now, have you seen 12 and 13?
3: I did see 12 and 13. I don't remember them as well, because I remember I did not like them as much.
0: Same. Same.
3: The... Was it 12 where they were still down and out? Like some of them or something like that. 12?
0: I I think they had to... um, Well, Andy Garcia was like, I need all my money back. And then for whatever reason they're like, okay, we'll go find you all your money. And so they had to do all these like little things to find him all the money. And I think it culminates with them with the egg stealing the egg. Oh
3: yeah, yeah. I think I vaguely remember it. I think twelve and thirteen are ones like eleven I've seen a lot. Right. Twelve and thirteen, I think each one I was just like, "Eh," and then never watched it again.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I was kinda similar like that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I think I liked thirteen better than twelve, as I recall. I did. But I don't exactly remember. Yep. None of them were Ocean's Eleven. No. Oh.
0: So what
1: else? Oh,
3: well, what are you gonna...
0: Do? Yeah.
3: That's why they're not on the
1: list.
0: That's true.
3: You know, that's true.
0: Yeah.
3: Alright. So, three. Okay. Three is Mean Girls. Awesome. Yes. Love, Tina Fey. Love, love, <clears throat> Tina Fey. Awesome.
0: I have a question for you because yeah. I, I saw like each time you mention the movie, I like I go to it on my spreadsheet um, <laughs> just to like see where I rated it and what whatever. What year do you think Mean Girls came out? Oh no! Because I was shocked by how old it is.
3: This is one of those ones that's going to make me feel depressed again, isn't
0: it? Probably.
3: Um, I think it came out in. Two thousand
0: and five?
3: Two thousand and four. Ooh, I was thinking it was five or three. Mm. Was in between.
0: Yes. And it's just like, I don't know. I feel like Tina Fey hasn't been around that long <laughs> to me. Yeah. Which is kind of strange.
3: Yeah. It's another one of those things. Yeah. You feel like Tina Fey and Amy Poehler were like together on SNL like doing Weekend Update like, Mm-hmm. last year
2: yeah exactly
3: <laughs> like the whole thing with them and taylor swift like probably now is what like four years ago ish yeah but i guess it feels like yeah it feels like it was more recent than that Ridiculous. but i figured at least i was pretty sure i had seen it in college actually mm-hmm. i don't even know if i saw it in college i might have seen that afterwards that might have been an after college movie i don't remember i, I don't think i didn't see it in theaters mm-hmm. i'm positive that i think it was one of those ones like saw it at somebody's house probably sure but yeah we were actually at my work a few weeks ago somebody was talk comparing a situation to mean girls oh yeah yeah it wasn't good there's some, oh. some drama happening in one of the other offices oh no and they were talking about how people it, they don't want the office to be like mean girls Oh. like what the hell is happening over there like my office we give each other like gold stars and like other <laughs> coffee like this other one apparently nobody likes each other nice one be mean and have burn books and do whatever else
0: oh, no <laughs> that's really unfortunate
3: <laughs> I know I'm yeah it just made me I'm like Ooh. i was, like thinking I'm like oh me that's not good that's not a good office atmosphere I don't think no. Can you imagine a bunch of, like, 50-year-old accountants with burn books of each other?
0: That's absurd. I can't can't imagine that.
3: I kind of want to make a burn book for everybody in my office now. Maybe I'll make one. But it, (laughs) it won't be a burn book. It'll be a nice book with, like, rainbow stickers and unicorns and stuff.
0: The opposite of a burn book. Yes. Yes. I don't
3: know what to call it. I can't think of anything witty right this second.
0: Well, the opposite of burning would be freezing.
3: I know. I thought of Ice Book, and I'm like, that doesn't sound cool at all. Yeah,
0: but it doesn't sound like a good thing either.
3: No, that doesn't sound any better. That sounds, like, lame. Mm. So, I guess we'll just have to go with
1: A cool book? book?
3: Yeah, a cool book, maybe. Because
0: you like, got the coldness in there. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's a work in progress.
3: Yes, we're going off the rails here. We're going off. <laughs> yes. But, yeah, so, Mean Girls, super awesome, like, very quotable. Oh, yeah. Like, before Lindsay Lohan went, like, banana sandwich crazy
0: my favorite thing i've ever heard about mean girls is someone described it as pre-crisis lohan
3: yes i
0: think that's so perfect
3: i was just gonna say i think that was pretty much probably was it her last movie or one of her last movies before she just went nuts
0: i think so yeah it was right in the mid-aughts when all that all happened
3: yeah just one of those ones where it's like you know you get your big moment and then just all downhill from there yes yeah but at least she made that man. That was a good movie. Yeah, excellent movie. So, you, what do you think of Mean Girls, my friend?
0: I love it. I gave it an eighty-six. Yeah, really fun. Um, it was one. I don't remember the first time I saw it. Um, I don't remember how I, or how or why I saw it or who I saw it with. But um, I think it was still. I was still at an age where I was like, I'm probably not gonna like this because it's all about girls. And, like, into that whole thing. Which is yeah. ridiculous. But <laughs> I watched it and I was like, this is so good. Why, why am I enjoying this so much? And, then, uh, and, like, it was one of the movies. I don't. I, I won't say it was, like, a pivotal movie in this sort of situation. But it was one of the movies that kind of sw- cha- flicked a switch in my head. That was, like, movies don't have to be for you to be good movies. You know, yeah. Like, movies directed at... Either gender, or not either, but any gender, or any skin color, or sexual orientation, or whatever. You don't have to be the right demographic to enjoy the movie. Yes. And I was like, that's such a good thing to know.
3: Yes, I concur. Very good point. Yeah. I know, yeah, I just love it. Like, you you can't just ask people why they're black. like... Everything, just everything in it. It's one the ones that's like infinitely rewatchable.
0: She doesn't even go here.
3: <laughs> she doesn't even go here.
0: Oh, so good.
3: Love it. All right.
0: Stamp of approval.
3: Ba-bam. We actually, at my office, I think one time we did it where we always wore pink. Awesome. Was it Wednesdays? Wednesdays we were pink? Yes. Yeah. We did that for a while. <laughs> Apparently, accountants really are into Mean Girls. That seems to be the thing, whether it's being mean to each other or wearing pink.
0: I feel like there's something, something that needs to be looked into in that regard. uh,
3: Yeah, (laughs) not going to name names where I work. Otherwise, people are going to be like, what is wrong with all these accountants?" Like, (laughs) it's like a bunch of teenage girls over there. Yeah, pretty much. But no.
0: Mm
3: -hmm. All right. There's only two more.
0: Your penultimate movie
3: da da. Super bad.
0: Super bad.
3: Super bad. Interesting. Yeah. Tell me about it. So Superbad's one of those movies like I don't even know how to describe it. But it's just it's just one of those ones where I could watch it a hundred times and I will just laugh hysterically.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Anytime, ever all the time, and it's one of those, But it's almost one of those ones where, like, again, I wouldn't necessarily think like, oh, I want to watch Superbad. Like my hu- my husband loves Superbad. Yeah, it's probably his favorite movie. So oh. we've seen it, you know, quite a few times. I remember. I think I saw it in the theater when it came out. Nice. Um, I do remember that. Mm, may have gone with my husband. Do you have Do you have your spreadsheet handy? When did this come out?
0: When do you think it came out?
3: Uh, it's been out for a, a bit. It's got, I would say, because so we have Emma Stone, we have Jonah Hill before he got kind of skinny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Michael Sierra just looks like Michael Cera all the time.
0: He has not aged.
3: No, no. I'm, oh, oh seven. Yes. Yes. Nice. So yeah. So I think that would have been, I probably went with my husband. I probably went with my husband in the theater. That would have been uh, probably when we first started dating was right awesome. around that. I probably went on a date to go see Superbad.
0: <laughs> That's a good date. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm.
3: All the penis drawing and yeah. all for some other appropriate stuff. Really great for a big beginning relationship. But uh <laughs> Yeah, it's one of those ones I hadn't thought about it in a while. But it's one of those ones where, like we'll see like a clip of it online or like something will make us think of it. It's like, oh we should watch Super Bad. Right. And as I said, I'm an accountant, so during tax season, I work lots of hours. So one night I came home late, and Kyle was home, and he must have been bored. I don't know if it was – I think Superbad was on TV. Mm -hmm. I came in, and he's just, like, dying laughing. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, Superbad's on, oh, my God. I'm like, (laughs) You know it's the part where he's at the party, uh, Jonah Hill is, and he's talking about how he got, like, period on his jeans and, like – Michael Sears in the room with those random dudes, like, singing that song. It's, like, right that part right before the, like, whole party goes bad. And, like,
2: mm-hmm. God,
3: Jonah Hill's, like, drinking out of the detergent. I still don't know how he was drinking out of the detergent bottles. and didn't end up dead before the movie ended. Yeah. <laughs> I had some questions about that. Right. But, yeah, it's just one of those movies where, like, every time I watch it, it's just hilarious. McLovin. <sighs> just I remember McLovin. We're supposed to guide McLovin's cock, not block it. <laughs> Love it. it. It's one. Of, and I'm not. Generally, I'm not someone who thinks like stupid things are funny. Mm-hmm. Like, um, my least favorite word, I literally never say it. Is fart. I hate it.
2: Really. I hate.
3: I hate, I hate it. I like any swear word. Pretty much. <laughs> Any slang for, like, female genitalia does not bother me. Like,
1: mm-hmm.
3: panties is sort of a weird word, but it's not that bad. Like, a lot of people don't like moist.
1: Love I moist.
3: Yeah, well, I think moist sounds, I just like the enunciation of it, moist.
1: Mm-hmm. It doesn't
3: bother me. But yeah, like, fuck, I will say the F-bomb a million times a day. Like, but the other <laughs> F-word, I don't.
0: <laughs> the other F-word.
3: The other, I won't say it. Luckily, I, my husband's not someone who thinks that, like, those are funny or that mm-hmm. that kind of humor is funny. Other, otherwise, I literally probably couldn't have married him. Like, I just couldn't do it. <laughs> but generally, I'm not someone who thinks that, like, stuff, like, just dumb humor is funny. Right. But, and, I mean, super bad. I, it's not, like, super dumb humor, but, I mean, it's pretty dumb. <laughs> but yeah. it's just hysterical. It just makes me laugh.
0: So, So my question, then, is, like... What do you, how do you refer to it when someone farts?
3: I don't acknowledge it. I just don't, I just pretend like
0: ignore uh, it completely.
3: I just pretend that's a thing that doesn't happen.
0: What if it's you? Uh,
3: It doesn't bother me if I do it, but I still am not going to like discuss it or like, like the physical act of it is not necessarily horrible for whatever the word. I hate the word.
0: You just can't talk about it? Or, I mean, even if you. So you don't even talk about it, like, and refer to it with some other phrasing or something?
3: Like, if I have a stomach ache, and my husband will do this also because he knows I don't like the word. Mm-hmm. Like, say, like, we'll say, like, we're gassy or something. Okay. That, that's about the gist of it. Okay. But I, besides, like, just now having to say it so you'd know what I was talking about. Right. I don't even remember the last time I spoke the word in years. I just, oh, not wow. never liked it. Wow, yeah like the c word doesn't bother me like the t word for female genitalia like all that stuff none of those words none of those words bother me that bother a lot of other people
2: mm-hmm.
3: swearing I really that's probably part of why I like super bad it's very vulgar lots of swearing I yes. do enjoy that <laughs> um, but yeah no I just don't like any of the like the nutty professor movies where like that's like half the movie right no yeah <laughs> Hate it. Mm. So, so yeah. There's not, there's not a discussion of that, as I recall, in this movie. Which is probably how it got so high on the list. Fair enough. That's my only qualification for good movies. Is that's not it.
0: <laughs> no farting, no <laughs> farting allowed. No. Okay. <laughs> nice. So, what
3: what do you think of Superbad? You seemed a little surprised by it. Its appearance.
0: Well, I, I guess not surprised. I'm just because like it was. Of between that and Ocean's Eight were the only movies you mentioned before we started this that you had seen in recent <laughs> times. So like, I kind of you? expected Super Eight to be on this list at some point. Yeah. Um. My, I again like the first time I saw it was in college, uh, and it's been quite some time. I've only ever seen it once, and I remember at the time I was like, "This is hilarious! I think this is so funny," uh, but. It hasn't aged well for me. Mm. I still like it. I do think it probably deserves another watch to, like, confirm my suspicions, I guess. (laughs) But I've dropped its rating down a little bit in recent times, so I think it used to be in, like, a high 70s, low 80s score. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: But now it's a 65.
3: That's not not too bad. Yeah, I mean, it's not like Hamlet or anything. It's not like... (laughs) I mean, it's super bad. Yeah. It's like Jonah Hill has a disorder where he draws penises
0: like in elementary school. So. Yeah. It's yeah. not, it's not exactly high art.
3: Uh, no, not so much.
0: Yeah. Though
3: but I will say too that I love Emma Stone.
0: She's great. Love, in.
3: It. Yes. She's not yeah. like a huge character in it. She's not a huge part, but pretty much anything with Emma Stone. Mm-hmm. Love Emma Stone. She's my favorite. Love her.
0: So. I, I very much enjoy Emma Stone.
3: Yes, she is excellent. She elevates anything that she is in.
0: Agreed.
3: I contemplated Easy A. Easy A is another movie that I liked that almost made the bottom tier of the list. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I haven't seen that in forever. I really just like it because Emma Stone is in it and <laughs> Badgley. I really love Gossip Gossip Girl. Mm-hmm. Really enjoyed Dan. So like that was like peak like Gossip Girl Dan time. So it was like Dan and Emma Stone. Right. Like, I think I remember watching and be like, this is the greatest movie of all time. Like, <laughs> I don't know why everybody didn't give it all the Oscars. Like, I don't understand. Right. So, yeah. So I think I, that was one of the ones where I'm like, okay, this is this really one of my favorite movies? Like, no. But, no. yeah. So that's, like, full disclosure. Like, Emma Stone can do no wrong.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. I mostly agree. I mostly agree.
3: Yes. She wasn't enough to make Superbad go up, up all the way, but... Yeah, maybe if you watch it again, maybe it'll bump it up.
0: Yeah. Maybe I'll or appreciate it like, a little more.
3: <laughs> like, terrible. Like, what am I doing? <laughs> it, there,
0: there's always that chance every time.
3: Yeah. That's one of the fears, is, like, you rewatch something that you thought you really liked, and you're just like, this is awful. Like, what was I thinking?
0: Yeah. It's, it's interesting, because I like... When I first started doing the spreadsheet, I would... I had to like think of all the movies I'd ever seen because, like, I had I didn't keep track of them before that. And I'd li- I was like, uh, if it was 2011, I was 19, 20 years old at the time. So that's a lot of time to figure out, well, did I see this movie, this movie, and try to not miss anything. And I also track Rotten Tomatoes score in my spreadsheet as well. So when I was putting all those in and comparing like the movies I really liked and remembered, like, Every time I was like, this is an old movie that I loved as a kid that everyone also loved. I was like, yes, Vindication. <laughs> <laughs> but then there would be just as many times where we'd be like, oh, my gosh, this is like an 11% on Rotten Tomatoes. And, <laughs> like, I think it's amazing. And then I'm like, well, is that a problem with me? Or did nobody else get it? Like, you got to try to, like, rationalize it a little bit within your own yeah. head and it's funny. I don't know. It's an it's an interesting endeavor to, to undertake.
3: Yeah, I'm sure. Definitely. So we made it. It only took an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. But, but we got there. Now I now I'm like nervous, like <laughs> to show off the final pick. What if it's like, oh man?
0: Because this you're kinda, an idiot. This kind of defines you.
3: Yeah. But I think when you say it like that, I think it is accurate. Okay. Empire Records.
0: Interesting. Interesting. That is not at all what I expected.
3: No. Well, okay, what was your? What were you leaning towards? <sighs> not that you would know specifically. <laughs> obviously, my favorite movie. Having right. I, I
0: like, don't the know first,
3: we've conversed I, with each other. Really.
0: What's but interesting, more like ballpark? I don't know. Like, what's interesting is like Empire Records. Of all the movies you've listed, is the one I've seen the most recently, and. To kind of not to bury the lead, but is the (laughs) lowest-rated movie of all ten on your list. No, unfortunately. Um, So I I didn't no no specific movie like came to mind. Thinking like, what would you like more than Super Bad? (laughs) But but I was like, well, if you like Super Bad that much, could have been like a Judd Apatow comedy, um,
1: Uh, something like
0: that, or. I don't I don't know I, I just and then you're like Empire Records and I was like I didn't really like that
3: <laughs> we were doing so well up until we, now
0: we were but see
3: I loved Empire, but Empire Records I think was very like formative years like mm-hmm. watched it a thousand million times sure it almost might be more like you have know, those things where it's very nostalgic sure I think it's almost more one of those so the first time i saw Emperor records what i was a senior in high school
0: mm-hmm.
3: um another like my the guy I was dating at the time we want i think he had like people over and that's a lot of what we would do like i said we'd like go to the movies or go to people's houses we'd all you know there'd be like a million people everywhere and like a group would be watching a movie and a group would be like running around outside like whatever
2: right
3: so it was one of those ones where I think we had, like, people over watched Empire Records. I just remember I loved it. I really loved it. But it was also very, like, kind of, like, that was, like, my dream at the time. Like, oh, if I could just, like, work in a record store, like, that would be so cool. Because I was very into music. Mm-hmm. Like, back day, like I mentioned, I was very cool. Like, I thought I was very cool. Like, hipster kid, back right. in college. Like, you know, like alkaline trio and like brand new and like take it back sunday and like all that stuff so this was also when i was starting to like that kind of music like i was just starting to know like you know my guy i was dating was like in a band and like all our other friends were in a band and you know like um the mighty mighty boss tones came and played at like elmira college and like we all went it was like the first concert like we all went to and like that summer i went and saw like Saves the day and like Dashboard Confessional, mm-hmm. and, like all of those, and it was very much, almost like a whole part of that experience. Like senior year and the summer after senior year, and like going off to college. I watched it like a ton more times in college, and just when one those ones like, we would just quote it all the time. Like, damn the man, save the empire. <laughs> like with today, today, like all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's a lot of it. I actually I have not watched it in a while. So I almost wonder if I went back and watched it now, if I would still like it as much. Sure. But I think I would. I really feel like I would. Mhm. I think it's just one of those things like, it's almost like too attached to like my being.
0: That... I was just about to say that exact thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It feels like it's a part of you.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah.
3: And so I get like about around that like time, mm-hmm. I think I think it's pretty normal. I get, you know, for college and stuff like that, like, just every now and then you get like really nostalgic. Like there's just certain things that just make you think of then.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Like that's definitely one. Like that movie like makes me think of like high school, like college. Yeah. But, yeah. So that's more I think like sentimental value. That's a lot of why it's up there. Very sentimental value movie, which is like ridiculous. About a movie about a bunch of like teenagers working a record store that's going to get bought <laughs> out by like some corporate like douchebag
2: yeah
3: but, hey, you know teach their that's me, teach their own
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah i I saw it last February for the first time, <laughs> only time
2: mm.
0: and again, I mean, like that was sixteen months ago, so I've seen like two to three thousand movies in the interim, so again, I don't really remember much about it, but I remember, like, kind of my takeaway from the experience of watching it was mostly that it it felt like a movie of its time. Like, it's definitely, like, a late 90s movie.
3: Oh, very, very, very.
0: And, you know, I'm watching it in 2017. And yeah. And, like, even if I'd watched it in the late 90s, like, I was, like, seven, eight, nine years old. <laughs> so, like, it, it wasn't going to connect with me then either. So mm-hmm. I just... I was, I was just born too late, born too early, didn't watch it soon enough sort of thing. And it kind of like the whole experience of it really just passed by me Yeah, in that way. So.
3: Yeah, I think that's like the difference because when did you say it came out?
0: 95.
3: 95. So I was, I graduated from high school in 2001. Mm-hmm. So I was like. You know, it was a few years after it came out, right. so I think that's part of it too. Is I think, how? When did you graduate? How oldish are you?
0: I'm 26. I oh. graduated from high school in '09.
3: Okay, so I'm about like eight years older than you. Yes. So it's a little, not like a huge gap, but like just enough where you know I, I was in high school and you were in like sixth grade middle school. Right. Yeah. So it's is- a little.
0: It's just enough a- time for, like, all your childhood favorites to be different than all my childhood favorites, pretty much.
3: Yeah, like, when you're talking about skipping high school and you're on your phone, like, <laughs> I first the cell phone, like, that was, like, you know, if you had a cell phone, like, then, like, you were pretty cool. Like, I got my first cell phone, I think, when I was in college, like, mm-hmm. freshman. Like, I talked to people on, like, ICQ, like, back in the day.
0: I don't even know what that is.
3: Yeah. <laughs> was like the first like instant messenger there's like a little flower oh i don't know yeah it was like yeah okay. like a little flower like you know green and pink and something i think yeah yeah it was right before instant messenger like okay we were very instant messenger that's like all i talked on to anybody from like probably 2004 until like 2008 or 9 or whatever
0: yep pretty much the same
3: yeah yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so there's some overlap, but, yeah, it was very not, like, cell phone. Like, I couldn't text somebody and be like, yo, what are you doing? Like, do you want to go do something? You had to, like, get on Instant Messenger and see if they had their away message up and then message them. They (laughs) were really there but just had their away message up. Yeah.
0: (sighs) Yeah. But, like, half of the people that had away messages up were actually just there and, like.
3: You just want attention. Yeah. Put some, like, you know, some song lyrics on, like, blah, blah, blah. And so we'd be like, oh, what's wrong? And you'd be like, nothing. Everything's fine.
0: Just emo right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. The good old days.
3: The good old days. <laughs> I do miss instant messenger. I do. Like Skype at work is like comparable to instant messenger to me.
2: Mm-hmm. Cause none
3: of us like actually talk to each other on it. Mm-hmm. Usually they'll be like, Hey, do you want to go get coffee? <laughs> okay. Great. Or like, I have a question. Come here. Right. Like, that's all we use it for. So I was kind of excited. I'm like, oh, this, <laughs> and you can put like a little message up, like under your name. I'm like, this is like, it's a messenger. Yeah. Oh my God.
0: I you can love it. Up, change your status to do not disturb. And
3: yeah. It's In a meeting. Yeah. It's like an adult version. It's a messenger. Like, I can't just put like emo, like song lyrics. <laughs> up. will like, Meg, are you doing like taxes over there? Like, are you having a problem? Are you ha- do you need to go home? Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm fine. <sighs> <laughs> I didn't get out my feelings while I work on this corporate return.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's I remember because, like, when I first started using AIM, it was like AOL was like the huge thing. But like my my grandparents didn't have AOL. We had like just like normal standard dial up with, um, Epics browser. Ooh. I
2: don't know if that
0: sounds familiar. No, I, I get I'm, our internet. I don't know Epics or. I mean, I guess the web browser was actually, like, Internet Explorer, but... Um,
3: oh, was it, like, local, like, Internet, basically? Yeah,
0: like, pretty much.
3: Yeah, like, we have Roadrunner up here. Or that was, like, kind of what we had back in the day. Okay. Yeah, like, our local version of the inter interwebs.
0: Because <laughs> I remember, because, like, I remember, like, the whole dial-up sound, like... <laughs> yes! And what was fascinating for me, and, like, to this day, I'll never understand, like... How I got to this point of formulating this system, but I, I for so long I struggled with Instant Messenger and like getting it to work on my computer, and eventually I figured out this formula where I would start the dial-up, I would get to like the part of it, cancel the dial-up, start it over again, and that time then once it logged on that way, it would let me log into my Instant Messenger account. If I just did it straight through the first try time, it wouldn't work. It doesn't make any sense. It still do- <laughs> it didn't make sense then. It still doesn't make sense. <laughs> and the fact that the fact that it wouldn't work doesn't make sense, but also the fact that that process works doesn't make any sense to me either.
3: No, or it's, the fact that you figured it out somehow.
0: Yeah, I, it, <laughs> I don't know, but like I would do that all the time. Like stop it, like thir- three quarters of the way through dialing into the internet. And then reset it and try again. I don't know what makes that work. If it's like the equivalent of like blowing into the socket of like a game cartridge,
1: yeah, like, you know,
0: like, I, fix. I got this. This will fix it. <laughs> but, ugh, I do so miss that time. I do miss that time.
3: I do. I really do. I like instant messenger back in the day. College.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So.
3: So good.
0: Yeah, it was such. Like, cause now, cause now I live with my girlfriend. We have technically another roommate who's never here. So we basically, we're basically just living together until our lease runs out and then we move into a new place literally, um, actually by ourselves then. (laughs) But like, just like I think back to college all the time and like there were 30 of us living on the same floor. And, like, I would have two to five people in my dorm room at any given time at every hour of the day. Yeah. And, like, that was such... And, like, for me, that was such a. I, I don't know how it happened because I was so introverted when I was in high school. I didn't really talk to a lot of people. I didn't hang out a lot. I never went to any parties or anything like that. And then I got to college and all of a sudden my room out of everybody on the floor <laughs> was, like, the hub of activity yeah. and
3: like work somehow.
0: I don't know. It was so strange. It was so crazy.
3: Yeah. Cause I am, I'm also very introverted. Like we discussed this, like when you asked me to do like the podcast, I was like, oh, that sounds interesting, but <laughs> that's horrifying. Like, Oh my God. Yeah. Like, so that's just how I'm very like, I don't want to talk to strangers, like stranger danger. I'm just <laughs> like, if someone will talk, if someone talks to me, I'm, quite talkative. I like I will talk back. i not a mute. But like I'm not somebody like if you and I sat next to each other in a plane, <laughs> I would maybe be like hi. And hi. then I would put headphones in and that's basically it. Right. So, yeah, but you know, yeah, I'm like in high school and college and stuff, you know, I had my my squad of people. But yeah, <laughs> like I was almost never by myself. Right. There was always yeah, I was always either at in somebody's room, at somebody's apartment, like people were over at my place. Like I was an RA. So oh, nice. yeah. So senior year I got I was an RA in like the on campus apartments, the nice ones. Basically nice. what the college did is there were some apartments up the street where all the parties were.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So to alleviate all of everybody on campus going down the block and getting like white girl wasted up there and then coming back, they just mm-hmm. bought those apartments. Oh nice. Housing, so then they're on campus, and they can just go up there and be like, "Please stop getting white girl wasted, like, of them. <laughs> so I was an RA in the apartment, so like my senior year, there was always like everybody's at my apartment because mm-hmm. I only last Tuesday, Thursday, so it was basically like every other <sighs> night of the week. Let's all go to Meg's. <laughs> so Ugh.
0: yeah, I know that. I th- I don't think after like my freshman year, I never had class on Friday and some semesters i was able to make the tuesday thursday thing work out
3: (sighs) it was epic like i did an eight o'clock class once
0: (sighs) that's the best
3: eight o'clock classes are not the best
0: no i mean only having to do it once oh
3: yes like wait a minute we need a discussion about (laughs) why you think that's great no i almost failed that class because i wouldn't get out of bed like i'd roll out of bed like Mm -hmm. and it's college so like getting dressed is kind of optional like you try and look cute in case there's like someone attractive in your class like the first week and then if there's you know nothing it's, like,
2: yeah
3: awesome like not putting on real clothes mm-hmm. pajamas are fine yep they be grateful that i've appeared that i've showed up <laughs> yep so yeah so i did that once but yeah like senior year i had good good schedule like mm-hmm. tuesday thursday nice it was spectacular! Lots of lots of movie watching. Probably at that point is probably when a lot of this happened, because <laughs> I didn't have anything productive to do with my thirty thousand dollars of tuition besides play Jello Pong and watch movies. So, oh uh,
0: man, yeah, because yeah. my freshman year, um, I went in with twelve credits. So yes, like, I super I, I... light schedule freshman mm-hmm. year, and um, twelve credits that ended up being. Four classes and one of the classes only met once a week like midday friday it was one it was one credit class like super chill class almost failed that class because <laughs> i missed it was it was like some i forget how it was worded but it was like if you miss three of these classes you can't pass like you just fail and i would missed two of them and so i had to like go to a different Gr- classes group one day to like make up one of the classes I'd had and like the class was just like here learn about what Pittsburgh is and this is like <laughs> this dormitory and this is this classroom and like and I was like take a tour through the cathedral of learning and I was like <laughs> I was like how do you and I was like I can't believe I almost failed this <laughs> it's kind of insane Yeah that
3: would be a little
0: embarrassing but what had happened was, like, my schedule while I was in school, my freshman, my first semester, it just slowly became, like, I just was awake all night, and I slept all day, <laughs> and I had I had class every day of the week at 11 a.m., which was an honors physics course, because I went in expecting to be, like, a physics major, Ooh. which did not pan out, <laughs> and I, but, like, it was supposed to be, like, three normal classes and two labs. But then it ended up just being five lectures every week for an hour. Mm. And I probably made it to 40% of those classes. And then I showed up for the final, got a B, and passed the class. So, like, I was fine. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But then I failed calculus that same semester because Mm. I slept through the final. (laughs) And that's not something that you can skip and do well with. No, no. So that's not so great um yeah so <laughs> i ended up with like my and then i ended up failing another class my second semester because i didn't fix enough things so heading into my sophomore year i was on academic probation with like a 1.0 gpa oh no yeah
3: <laughs> that's not, your grandparents must have been very disappointed in you if they oh, were at school. they cool. were
0: they were they were not they were not so happy because um, I think through two semesters I had accumulated fifteen credits, <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of terrible. <laughs> and so, like, I failed calculus, I failed intro to computer programming, and I failed um, seminar and composition, which was like the basic level writing class.
3: <laughs> well, all of those sound kind of terrible. So I mean, I don't. Really... <laughs> um,
0: and like, so I then went on. I still managed to graduate in four years. I took one summer semester to make up some of the credits and I ended up graduating with a, a degree in fiction writing after ah. failing a writing class.
3: <laughs> I was wondering what you ended up majoring in.
0: Yeah. So physics too. <laughs> I moved on from physics to fiction writing. Nice. I and... would, not
3: I think that's something that I would enjoy except I hate writing. Like,
0: <laughs> then how would you enjoy it?
3: I enjoy books. I enjoy reading.
0: Okay.
3: I, and also, well, I'm also not creative, so I guess I would admire. I wish I would aspire to be, perhaps, a fiction writer.
2: Like, mm-hmm.
3: if I could just make my best self, like, you know, appear, like that would be something I'd be interesting in mm-hmm. or interested in. But yeah, I suppose not liking to write and lacking creativity would sort of hamper my productivity in that area.
0: Yeah, those um, are pretty necessary bit. traits. <laughs> of of that degree for sure (laughs) yeah
3: Yeah, i'm actually not liking writing i was a journalism major when i went to that's what i originally was
1: interesting
3: yeah because i worked um our local newspaper had like they started where they had high schoolers do Mm -hmm. like a page like once a you know every couple weeks and i was like that sounds kind of interesting i'll do that so I did, and I'm like, I can work for a newspaper. That will be my job. <laughs> so I got, I had got a scholarship to Ithaca Communication awesome. School. Yeah, so I went there. I'm like, journalism's terrible. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, basically. Well, as you may have perhaps garnered from our conversation so far, I'm pretty, um, pretty nice person. Not mean spirited, like pretty happy, Mm -hmm. pretty nice. So, I had an issue with, like, you know, the asking the hard questions. Like, you know, okay, whole family just died in a car accident. How do you feel? I'm like, I can't ask people that. That's horrifying. Like, so rude. Mm -hmm. And they're like, well, no, but you need to, you know, that's just what you do. And I'm like, I don't don't want to do that. That sounds awful. Mm. Like, so I'm like, well, I have this scholarship to the communication school. Uh, now what am I going to do? Because I was minoring in sociology. I was just trying to decide if I wanted to be a psychology minor or a sociology minor. Mm-hmm. So I took, I was similar to you. I uh, had college credits, like a fair amount of that when I went to college. I,
0: so- I had zero college credits when I got to college.
3: I mean, you said you had like 15 or so.
0: No, no oh no I had after my fir- freshman year I had 15 credits
3: oh, okay gotcha,
0: so gotcha. I was like a full semester behind <laughs> <laughs> after two See, semesters
3: I there with like a, a collection of credits and then kind of went downhill slightly and recovered okay gotcha okay yes so I had credits already I took like because at my high school week there's like a community college where we could take like those classes so I took like ace Spanish and ace math than whatever else
2: okay gotcha
3: english yeah like english and whatever so i had like about a semester's worth of credits by the time i went to college Mm -hmm. so i used my time to just take things that were fun basically (laughs) because i'm like well i already i took i kind of got the prerequisites out of the way like i don't want to learn spanish anymore Mm -hmm. finish that i figured like you would be required to take math class so i'm like i was taking high school and then (laughs) When you're a journalism major, you don't need to take math class. So that was a waste of my time. (laughs) So I had like stuff like that. So I took like Shakespeare twice for fun. That's the kind of person I am.
1: I took that class.
3: Yeah. We had Shakespeare mythology in high school. That was like one of the classes you could take senior year. And it was like the best class. Awesome. Yeah. So I kind of fell in love with it. So I took it. You could take it twice in college for credit. So I took it twice my freshman year. (laughs) So I did that. I was like, I don't know if I want to be a psychology minor or a sociology minor. Decide on sociology, mm-hmm. which is actually probably what I would have liked to have majored in. But then I was like, well, I have my scholarship to communication school. And, like, what, what do sociology majors do? I, unless, I don't know. Unless you're going to be a sociology professor, perhaps, or study people. Yeah. Ever. Which... And, uh, what kind of job do you do with that? So I was at least thinking realistically. So I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't want to be on TV. I don't know if I want to be on the radio. I'm not a filmmaker. As you can see, I barely watch movies. Not yeah. qualified for that. So I end up being a media studies major. But as I said, my I think my calling was like pop culture and social media. Like I could have been a really great social media manager for somebody. Okay. And I missed my calling by, like, five years. I'm too old. So close. I know, so close. So close. I don't even know where I, like, we just went on this tan, like, (laughs) college experiences, like, how we got here.
0: Well, then how'd you get into accounting?
3: (laughs) Well, so that's another story. Um, Not a huge long story. Don't worry, we won't be here for, like, five more hours. (laughs) Okay. So I ended up graduating with a... Bachelor of Arts degree in Media Studies with a Sociology minor, mm-hmm. cum laude I might say. Nice. Um, so I was an RA, in, and I worked part time a Sun, Pacific Sunwear store. Yeah. If you're familiar, opened my senior year. So like senior, year I was an RA, and I was a office assistant on campus, running the residence directors, and I also worked. I got a part time job at PacSun.
2: It's a lot. So.
3: Yeah, it was pretty real. It wasn't too bad.
2: Okay.
3: Uh, So when I was getting ready to graduate, I'm like, well, again, like, media, who, what is a media studies? Like, what do I do now? So another, even though I didn't end up majoring in, like, sociology, I also still majored in something that wasn't useful, particularly. (laughs) I was one of those people who went to college and took things that were interesting. So then I had no qualifications to do anything. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, well, I, I was interested in working in like higher education. I was like, I think it would be interesting to be like a residence director. Like I kind of liked being an RA. Mm -hmm. I'm not real good about holding people accountable for things. Like I'm not about punishing people. I was mostly, I would tell my residents, like, if you don't drink in your room and are loud, I won't know what you're doing. If you go (laughs) off campus and come back quietly it'll be like nothing ever happened. Yeah. Yes. That's all right. I was like when we had to go around and do room checks, I'd be like, I'm coming to check your room on <laughs> Tuesday. Please. Mm. I can't touch any of your belongings. So just put stuff under your bed. Yeah. Hold on like it. Like the worst thing I did is that there was filmmaker boys in one of my dorms. Again, mm. time, like not going in the correct direction of the story gone yeah. off on a different path but that's okay. So, there were filmmaker boys in my dorm. Love them. Super nice dudes. Always doing something idiotic and stupid and like ruining everything. <laughs> so they were filming one their their I think it was some sort of, I don't know if it was a horror movie, perhaps some zombie movie, murder movie, fake blood. So fake blood was involved. Sure. So, exactly. Of course. <laughs> Why would there be It fake always blood? is. There always is. <laughs> so, I'm minding my own business, hanging out in my room. One of my other residents comes, like, busting in, like, pissed off beyond belief. She's, like, she's, like, Joe and Matt and all those guys, they're filming some stupid movie, there's fake blood everywhere. Like, they had smeared it up and down the stairwell somehow, so it was on, like, on the stair railings, like, Ugh. everywhere. So she's like It's, like, all over the place, like, I got it on my bag, like, Like, can you just make them, like, clean up or, like, do something? I'm like, all right, fair enough. So Mm -hmm. I, like, go out and look. And, like, literally it was, like, fucking everywhere. Like, it looked like someone had been murdered, like, in my hallway. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I'm like, and they're, like, nowhere to be found. I can hear them laughing. They're, like, in the bathroom. Like, ah, ha, ha. So I'm like, what the fuck? So I'm not even thinking. I am a lady. Mm -hmm. They're they're showering. (laughs) I throw open the bathroom door. There and for, I don't know if the, I don't know if this is a normal thing. Like they didn't have the shower like curtains closed.
0: That's not a normal thing that I'm aware no. of, at least.
3: Like there was stalls, so I mean it's not like they're just hanging out with each other like in the shower, <laughs> but like they didn't have like the yeah the like curtains like shut. So I bust in, they like freak out I'm like oh my god, they're like grabbing the shower curtains. I'm like dudes, they're like yeah, and I'm like there's blood everywhere. Like what are you doing? They're like we're oh my god, we're so sorry, we're gonna clean it up. I'm like you need to clean it up now. Like it needs to be out of the shower, like everywhere. Mm -hmm. Like dude. So yeah. So that's like movie making like RA. So (laughs) that was originally the point of this. I'm like, maybe I could be a residence director. Mm
2: -hmm.
3: As you can see, totally qualified for this. Like busting in on naked dudes, like (laughs) just telling people to put their contraband somewhere else. Yes. If you're going to do illegal activities, do it elsewhere. Like, Mm Probably not, probably not, uh, maybe the best line of work for me, but that's what I kind of what I was thinking. I'm like, that'd be kind of cool. Like, it'd be nice to work at a college campus. Like, I went to Ithaca, it's a beautiful campus, like, super nice. I'm like, I could do this, that'd be cool. So, that's originally what I applied to do. So, I'm still working at Paxson. I had applied for like a couple RD jobs. I almost got one at Colgate, but, oh. um, yeah. So, the guy was like, I really like you, but like, the other person has like, a little more experience. So I was like, uh So my manager at PacSun was like, well, we need like, we have, we're gonna have a, like a manager opening. Like, do you want to do that? And I'm like, might as well. Don't have anything better to do with my time. Mm-hmm. So I ended up being a retail manager for quite a while. I, that's actually my husband. My husband was my manager at that Okay. Was how I, that's how I scrounged him up. Neat. Was I found him there. So I remember walking past him when they were opening the store and he was doing interviews. I'm like, oh, that guy's cute. <laughs> Hope he's the manager. Lo and behold, he was the manager. Yeah. Lo and behold, he also thought I was cute. It all worked out. Perfect. Perfect. So Aww. I was a manager at PacSun for a while. Um, I started there. I went to another store in Geneva. So I went from assistant to associate manager. And I got promoted to store manager in uh, like Scranton, Pennsylvania. Okay. So lived there. Meanwhile, me and my husband were still dating and we both still worked at PaxOn, like in the same district. Mm -hmm. That wasn't really allowed. Sure. So he quit. Well, he didn't quit, but he applied to be a manager at Penny's, JC Penny's. Mm -hmm. So we moved to Plattsburgh, New York, way up in the boondocks by Canada. (laughs) Not a lot going on up there. Beautiful mm-hmm. in the summer, like negative a million in the wintertime.
2: Not crazy.
3: So we lived there for a little bit. We moved probably to like six or seven times between like when I graduated high school from like 06 to 09. I think we moved like six times. Wow. Yeah. Just because, I mean, each store only has one manager. So it's like you get a promotion, you have to go somewhere else.
0: Fair enough. Okay.
3: Yeah. So up to Plattsburgh, I worked at Victoria's Secret up there. We went to Poughkeepsie. He got a promotion down to there. I worked at the Macy's. Then, tragedy strikes. We were about to get married and we break up. Oh, no. Oh, no. Crisis. <sighs> Crisis. I move home. He stayed there. So I came back here. Um, I got another job at the mall. And I'm like, by this point in my life, I'm like, I hate human beings.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah work retail customer service for a while, you hate everyone else ex- in existence eventually. Mm-hmm. I'm like I just can't, I can't deal with people anymore. I'm like, I can't, I'm like, I want like a normal job, like preferably in some sort of cube somewhere where no one will talk to me.
2: <laughs>
3: so I applied an accounting firm in my area, had an opening for receptionists. I'm like, that doesn't sound terrible. I could probably do that. <laughs> so I applied to do that. Husband realized he missed me. What a what a catch I am! How foolish he was. So we got back together. He applied for a job at Coles out here. Came back, so that all worked out loving lovingly, very nicely. So I started at my accounting firm as a receptionist in I think two thousand nine, and meanwhile, like. I am not a CPA. I did not take any accounting courses or business courses or math in college. I didn't take <laughs> math. yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I'm good at math. I can do math, but it just wasn't something I'm like, ooh, math, fun. I want to take that. No. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I worked there and it just, I did, I started out as just regular receptionist, like phone, whatever. The other receptionist a little crazy. <laughs> a little crazy. Plus, I was a little, little bored, like I, not to act pompous, but I'm intelligent. I'm pretty smart. I like to be challenged. I like to learn new stuff. So like just answering the phone wasn't the most exciting thing. I can imagine. Yeah. So they they gave me a few other things to do, like some bookkeeping, like QuickBooks stuff. Um, and then I did some small tax returns. I'm like, this is actually kind of fun. Hmm. No one really thinks taxes are fun. I do. <laughs> It's almost like putting together a puzzle, Yeah. like in returns, because you'll get some people where they'll be like, here's all of my paperwork organized in a binder with tabs and like a table of contents. And it's like, okay, cool. And then you get people who are like, here's every receipt of everything I bought in the last year wadded into a pile in a giant Tupperware container. Like, perfect. Awesome. Yeah. You get a diverse range of things. Like, we do more, like, higher end, like, people in their own business, like accounting. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, so I'm pretty much the main individual tax preparer now. Um, yeah, so I went from like in nine years, like being a receptionist to now, I do all of our hardest individual returns. I've awesome. studied um, and enroll into agent. I just started doing our corporate returns too. our, my other, my BFF at work, she put in her two weeks, a few weeks ago, she was the other main tax person. She got her dream job, which is to be an accounting professor. Oh, neat! Yeah, so it's very cool for her. Except now there's there's me, and all the tax returns. Yes. Oh, but I really like it. It's (laughs) not very many people say will say the taxes are fun. They enjoy it, but I do. I do (laughs) like it a lot. So that's good. If you start out as a journalism major and switch to media studies with a sociology minor, you can be an accountant. Kids. that's how to blaze your path yes work some retail in between
0: (laughs) oh my goodness wow
2: yeah
0: yeah oh yeah that's interesting like um because math was always my strong suit in like high school i was in i had two ap physics courses ap calculus all that kind of stuff and um which is why like physics was supposed to be my major when I went to school and like I had, I had applied to Drexel which is a pretty good physics school and Carnegie Mellon which is like oh. really really good like tech uh, like math school and uh but I ended up going to Pitt and like to be honest like I took the like quote unquote honors physics course my first year as a freshman and I really enjoyed it. Like, loved the professor. He was super neat, super cool. Learned a lot of interesting stuff. But the further we got into the course, the more kind of theoretical everything became. And the more I began to lose interest. Mm -hmm. Because the less it deals with, like, actual numbers and the more it's just, like, rearranging formulas and letters. I was like, (laughs) this isn't what I signed on for. (laughs) I I was, I was, I lost my, my interest. And so... After, even in like my second semester freshman year, I was already just starting to like, oh, well, let me try this course out. Let me try this out. Let me try this out. Try to sample a lot of different things. And I ended up taking a creative writing course uh, uh, fall semester, my sophomore year and like loved it. I wrote a lot of like lyrics and poetry in high school mm. being an introverted emo kid. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> And so I was like, oh, maybe uh, I'll be able to do some more with that. And in the meantime, like, I've got literally everybody in my family on my back. Like, you should take an accounting course. You should. (laughs) (laughs) You're so good with numbers. You should be an actuary. You should be blah, 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 blah. And I was like, I just, I think, I I just figured if I did it too much, I would end up hating math. And, like, I, and, like, at that point, I was, like, starting to do spreadsheets. And, like, there's a lot of math involved in spreadsheets. So. I was like, I do this for fun (laughs) so often. Like I don't want to get so sick of math that I don't even want to do my spreadsheets anymore. So I kept trying to steer myself away from that. And the creative writing class was like really interesting. Like I made a lot of good friends in that class that I carried through with throughout the rest of college. And so I took intro to fiction writing, intermediate fiction writing. Um, One of my best friends in college was also a fiction writing major Uh, except he was doing it to be a teacher uh, which I never really wanted to be because you have to take more classes in school to do that so I was just like you know what I'm just going to be a fiction writing major I had like a related area in anthropology because you could take a lot of like 300 student anthropology courses and you don't have to like volunteer or like offer your opinion in those classes and I was like (laughs) I was, I swear in my entire four years of high school, I raised my hand like two or three times. Like I never volunteered any information, whether I knew the answer or not. I I loathed speaking in class, my least favorite thing of all time. So naturally my major was writing and most writing classes, it's like we all write short stories and then we trade them with each other and we read everybody else's short stories. And then we have to talk about them the next day and critique them in front of everybody else. So like, it's like a discussion and hated that. (laughs) that so much. It was not my strong suit and it was difficult to, to manage that side of things. But I made, made it through. I graduated fiction writer and I took a year off from school and work and didn't do anything. (laughs) Um, I was really fortunate to graduate without any debt. So I could like afford to do that, but only for so long. And this is going to sound remarkably similar to part of your story. So I got a job at Target. Uh, I worked overnight in the back room of Target, uh, which was Target. What's
3: that? I said, "Love me some Target."
0: (sighs) Uh, I I ended up being uh, so I was there for three years, and. I within like the first year they were all they like came to me and they're like hey you know do you want to test this do you want to like interview to try to get a, a promotion to a team leader and I was like my first response was like no <laughs> I was like, because I, I was like I was really nervous and scared and I didn't want to be like in charge of other people but then about a month or two later I had like given a lot more thought and I was like starting to take on more responsibility at my job so I was like you know what yeah yeah I'll try that, so I ended up past that interview and then I spent two years uh waiting to to be promoted and the problem was the position I was gonna I would be promoted into at that store um the guy who worked there in that position already was like the worst <laughs> uh, he like literally. 50% of the conversations I had uh, like at work were about how bad he was. And that's maybe not an exaggeration. Maybe not. And everyone, like I would bad mouth, like <laughs> bad mouth is not really the right word, but like we would just talk about like the things he did that made no sense and like how much he set us back in the process. And <laughs> I would talk about those situations with my other team members. I would talk about those situations with other team leaders that worked overnight And I would also talk about that situation with executive team leaders who were, like, my boss's bosses in the store. And everyone, every single person agreed. Every single person except the store team lead who was, like, the manager of the store.
3: Perfect.
0: For one, for who knows what reason, my boss was in his back pocket or or whatever. or, Or the store manager was in my boss's back pocket or whatever the situation was. So two years of like waiting for this promotion and it just never came. And it just never came. And like every couple of months I would hear that they were going to fire him or I'd hear that he was going to quit. And I'd be like, all right, here, here it comes. Here's my time. Here's my time. And it just, it just never happened. So this was, um, about a year ago. So I was still working there a year ago in the summer. And I was, I'd finally decided, look, if I'll stay through the summer, which is the busiest period of time for us in my position I'm like and like not to toot my own horn but I was pretty much the best employee that they had blanket like in the whole store yeah because naturally um (laughs) and I was like look I'll stay through the summer help you guys out make sure that that gets through as smoothly as possible but if I don't have a promotion or like a like really good confirmed like this is gonna happen thing by like august I gotta get out of here. It's killing me. Like it, it's just so infuriating to like work in a place where so many people in upper management don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. So uh, in August I left. But the part that ties into you is um, I had a I had a very big bad accident in the end of March at, at my job. I ended up completely shattering my pinky.
2: <gasps> Ew, oh no.
0: Uh, and. Which is, which is, in and of itself, a really interesting story. So, to tangent again. Um, this is uh, going to
3: be like an hour podcast. Like, it's just forever.
0: Well, so we work with um, these, uh, what we call, uh, crowns. They're basically, um, like, power jacks that can go up really high and, like, lift up big pallets of product and stuff like that. And... I had wedged the the steering handle of it up against this like cardboard, not cardboard. It's it's it wasn't like a plaster or um, it wasn't like concrete or anything. It's like a wall you could totally punch your fist through if you wanted to. <laughs> but like I'd wedged the handle up against that, and I was trying to get it free. And on one of the times that I tried to pull backwards on it, it just took my hand and ripped it right through the wall. Oh no. <laughs> And like my entire left side of my right side of my right hand went numb instantly. Uh, so it didn't hurt, thankfully, that much. And but like it was covered in blood. Um, so like I'm holding my hand. I went over to the bathroom. Somebody was in the bathroom. So I like waited for like two or three minutes for them to get out of the bathroom. Clean my hand. Ten minutes later, I got on the walkie and in my boss. And I was like, hey, can you come to the back room real quick? And she was like, sure. So she came to the back room. Gets into the back room, and the phone rings. So I'm, like, standing there holding my hand. She doesn't know what happened. And, like, I let her answer the phone. And, like, I don't even, like, make any indication that, like, I'm in pain or that I hurt myself or anything. Let her talk on the phone. Finish the call. And she she gets off the phone and is like, are you okay? And I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm like, pretty sure I hurt myself pretty bad. And so, like, she took me up to the front, cleaned up my hand. We wrapped it. It was, like, 4.30 in the morning, um, and our shifts usually end at
3: 7.30. Oh, yes, overnights, yes, you did say that. So, yeah. good time to bust your hand apart.
0: Yeah, and so she was, like, I can't... She's, like, I can't advise you what to do um, because, like, it's a liability if I tell you to do something and then it doesn't work out. And I was, like, okay. And I was, like, so I'm just going to keep working. <laughs> so, like, I had my hand wrapped, and like my boss my direct boss wasn't there that night so like i was basically in charge of the back room so i just worked through the rest of my shift um we even actually stayed late to help make sure everything got done so like seven thirty became eight o'clock or so eight o'clock comes around everything's taken care of and uh my boss boss who helped me she was like all right so now we have to file like a report for this because you got injured on the job and like, we have to call somebody. So I called somebody and I explained, like, what happened and what the state of my hand was. And this woman on the other line of the phone, she was like, okay, you have to go to the emergency room right now. Um, go to this place. She gave me an address. Uh, and uh, you really need to get x-rays and stuff. So I went there. They did. They got x-rays. Uh, my pinky was broken. And the x-ray, it looks like a pretty clean break. So... Um, Then they sent me to a hand specialist across town, which I went to. And he was like, yeah, it was, this was by this time it was Monday. And he's like, all right, I'm going to schedule a surgery on Wednesday. Um, Don't eat anything for this many hours beforehand. And I was like, so what about work? Like I'm scheduled to work Tuesday night. Like, should I just not go? And he's, this was the best answer I ever got about to any question I have ever asked anybody. He was like, sure you can work and and I was like I can and he's like yeah I mean you can't make mess it up anymore and we're just gonna fix it (laughs) I was like oh my goodness (laughs) that's not what I expected at all (laughs) so I had planned to work that night but then the fact that I couldn't eat or drink anything before the surgery, which was in the morning, right after my shift would end, means, oh. means like I would be doing all this physical activity and like killing myself basically. So
2: yeah, and
3: then you would pass out from hunger and yeah. smash your- along with your hand.
0: Yeah. So Perfect. decided not to do that. <laughs> Probably a good call.
3: Probably a good call.
0: So, so my boss's boss, the, uh, who was there when, my ha- when I had the accident, Uh, She drove me to the surgery, and he's like, look, we're just going to go in. uh, We're going to put, like, a pin in it, maybe a plate over top to keep the bone together. Shouldn't take more than, like, an hour. Um, And I was like, awesome. They put me under, and I woke up, and four hours had passed because they went into my hand, and it was just shattered. It was, like, dozens of pieces of bone. Oh! They had to put in, like, 15 screws. Uh plates nails hold all all this stuff and my my boss had been there the whole time she's waiting there the whole time uh which was amazing and she like drove me uh to pick up my medication home we stopped at target on the way to pick up the medication at the pharmacy and like i wandered away from her still real woozy from <laughs> the drugs <laughs> they gave me and like i was in um like the offices area, like talking to people and like, they were asking me how I was. I had like my arm in a sling and I was like, Oh my goodness. I like, I don't remember anything, but it was so long. And and I was like, just like really bubbly and happy. Apparently I don't don't remember a lot of it. Most, this is all secondhand information. And so my boss came in and she's like, I don't know where you went. (laughs) You just (laughs) wandered away. And like, I just looked at her and I was like, thank you so much. Like totally ignored what she was worried about. Um, so, uh, and, like, I gave her a hug, and, like, she drove me back home and helped me situated. She, like, made me food because I wasn't even capable of doing that for myself.
3: <laughs> With your cyborg hand.
0: I know. <laughs> so, what, so then, so, like, I was in a cast for, like, two weeks. Then they made me a special splint for my hand, which I had to wear for another, like, six weeks uh, before I could finally like have full range of motion in my finger again and the day i was able to take off my splint and not be forced to wear it at all um at that point and during this period of time where like i was mostly incapacitated i was at first not working at all and then i went back part-time to do very menial jobs uh I would. I had gotten far, far closer with my boss and was trying to get her to go out with me.
3: Yes.
0: <laughs> yes. My and like my boss, boss. So like two levels above me. Not and, your
3: incompetent boss that you don't like.
0: Right. The better one who also the hates better. my direct boss. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, the day I got out of the cast. Um, I was like, hey, we should get breakfast. Like, my appointment's at this time in the morning. How would you like to go to breakfast after that? And we can talk about this. And, like, because obviously it's far bigger risk for her than it is for me because she's making so much more money than me. She's in a much better position. It's a much bigger risk. And I had even told her, I was like, look, if it's going to be a problem, like, I'll quit because I'd already planned to do that anyway. And so she eventually canceled on me with the breakfast, which was disappointing (laughs) because she ended up working super late. And so she was super tired. But then that night before our shift started, she's like, I'm going to come over early. We'll talk about this. And she came over and um, long story short, we're still together. Yay! (laughs) It's been uh, 13 and a half months now. And so just like you with my boss <laughs> works uh, out. Works who's out. also like a retail manager, basically like the yeah. target equivalent to that. And we worked together. So that was in May. We started going out. So May, June, July, August. So three months or so we were together while we were working. And in that time, <laughs> what was sucks is that the, the house she lived in, she had three roommates and two of them also worked at Target with us. <laughs> so that was a nightmare. <laughs> and...
3: Gotta be stealthy.
0: I was. We we made it like a month and a half, which isn't too bad. Uh, but they did find out. And they were like super chill, I guess, at first. But in the, in the meantime, it's kind of since become more of an issue. But she doesn't live there anymore. So fuck them and uh yeah so so what what i hate is like i left like 10 months ago like i've been to target in those last 10 months maybe 3 times total and like every time i go i try to see everybody i remember and like people i liked a lot and just to say hi but like my girlfriend who hates working there and has wanted to leave for so long but can't because she doesn't have a job to go to instead um like she just gets and i don't i don't understand it at all but she's gotten so much shit for her relationship with me from so many different people that work with her now and it's really frustrating cuz like obviously i can't do anything about it and like just cuz like all her coworkers are like the worst <laughs> but so the real kicker though was like 3 months after i left they finally fired my boss really and the guy they replaced him with is like terrible too he's not as bad but he's like still pretty bad but then they actually and then like so i was kind of upset because like oh i could be still working and making even more money and doing better and like improving the store but recently they've actually changed the entire process so it's not overnight anymore like she used so like she used to go into work at like 9 p.m And she'd get back at, like, 10 in the morning. And now she goes into work. She has to wake up at 2 in the morning. And she gets back at, like, 2 p.m. So. That's gross. Like, that's a... I would much rather work, like, the actual night. Because no one else is in the store. And I don't have to deal with guests ever. Which is the worst. The worst. And the other thing, though... Um, is because the overnight shift is no longer technically overnight and it's during store hours, you can't wear shorts to work anymore, Mm. which I only wear shorts. (laughs) Like, doesn't matter how cold it is, I will only wear shorts.
3: You refuse to wear pants.
0: A (laughs) hundred percent. The last time I wore pants was to my former roommate's wedding as his groomsman.
3: Yes, probably not an appropriate location for shorts.
0: Well, so after the ceremony and after like the dancing, the dances, and while we were eating, um, so we ate, we had the re- we had the reception and we would ate. And as soon as the- we finished eating, I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna go change into shorts now." And he was like, "Yeah, that's fine." <laughs> so like, I laughed and came back and like was wearing a t-shirt and shorts, and I was like, oh, "Perfect, it so much better." Yes,
3: yeah, so that's more more my style, like. Obviously, I work in an accounting firm, so mm-hmm. it's a little more old school. Like we just got to where we didn't have to wear pantyhose like two years ago. Like so you
0: were forced to wear pantyhose before that.
3: You were supposed to wear hosiery if you wore a dress or a skirt, which wasn't a problem for me because I'm a tomboy and I hate dresses. Mm-hmm. I literally have never worn one. I think since I have worked there, uh-huh. so I always I always wear pants. But so, Sex in the City. Basically, they take credit for making it so, like, oh, the modern working woman like doesn't wear hosiery. <laughs> that was off the air when I was still in college, like 2005. Mm-hmm. Like, was I, I think the finale. So, like, my office from '05 until like 2015 or 16 was like hosiery. Ugh. That's a God forbid someone see my bare legs.
0: Oh my goodness.
3: They will never take me seriously enough to let me do their taxes.
0: This society.
3: If they see my flesh, (laughs) so yeah. But
0: what about your face?
3: (laughs) Well, that's probably terrifying enough for people. I'm surprised that somehow I have managed to unleash on everybody, but I always used to joke because we were also, I don't know if there was a rule about whether you could wear like sleeveless shirts, Mm -hmm. but my general aesthetic is as soon as I get home, I put on, like, black, like, workout capris. So, like, black half leggings, basically. Mm-hmm. And a pop, like, sort of like you. That's basically all I wear. Yeah. It's wintertime. Then I do wear pants. Like, like, legging pants. Mm-hmm. But at least long pants. So, like, work clothes are not my jam. I don't like dress up. I don't like hosiery. Like, even if I did like dresses, I would not wear Like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it. Right. So... Yeah. So I understand like, and I mean, I can kind of see, I mean, I guess if you're working in the stock room, then shorts are not a big deal because again, God forbid the clientele see your naked legs. Yeah. Then I, tell them like where the shampoo is and they take you seriously. Like, <laughs> come on.
0: <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. And uh,
3: one of the things actually I really enjoy about Target. See, I, I go to Target like three times a week. I, I actually went to Target earlier today. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Love Target. Love Target.
0: It has a lot of great things.
3: Yeah. But one yeah. thing that my husband always talks about is whenever we go to Target, like, we'll see the, you know, the employees. And they'll be like, oh, you know, are you finding everything? I'm going to go, okay, blah, blah, blah. And we're always like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of more our personality anyway. Like, we worked retail. Like, we understand. Like, we don't want to be those customers. Like, we understand how that works. But in Target, like, we never see anybody talking to any of the workers. Like, everybody sort of does their own thing. Every now and then at the checkout, someone will have an issue. But, like, throughout the store, our Target here anyway, like, everybody were, is independent. People do their own thing. Like, I've never gone to Target, and I'm like, I think I asked somebody for something once. And I felt horrified about it. I'm like, I am that person bothering the target worker because I can't, I think I wanted to find when, it was when Oregon Trail came out, like the card game and you couldn't find at any of the targets. So I'm like, I'm like, it says on the app that there should be one here, like, and there was a girl's like, oh, are you finding everything? And I'm like, (sighs) like, how bad do I want this Oregon Trail game? Bad enough to bother this person, Mm -hmm. kind of. And she was like super, but that's like the only time that I've ever asked anybody for help at Target. So meanwhile, husband, husband works at Kohl's. Okay. And all he ever talks about is like, and I've noticed this too. I don't know if it's more like, like retail stores that just sell like clothing. I don't know if that's maybe the difference at Target is targets are like, you know, there's clothes and like electronics and food and everything else. So it's sort of like, you know, I don't need help at the grocery store generally. Right, right. Like there's only so many clothes, like, (laughs) All the underwear is here. Like all the tank tops are there. Like I'm not gonna be like, hello, do you have 85 more of these in the back somewhere? <laughs> not that's not my expectation when I go to Target. Right. But he always talks about like just the crazy things. Like people like need a his store. Like basically, like you almost need to hold their hand, uh... walk with them throughout the store, pick everything out. Like I don't know how he <laughs> does it. He's worked retail like since he was in college, basically. Yeah. I lasted like, how long did I last? Four years. I lasted four years.
1: That's not bad.
3: No, but like it would be my dream. I sent him a meme the other day where it showed this person like three doors. Behind door number one is like $5 million. Behind door number two is like the love of your life. And then behind door number three is you can call any customer an asshole and an <laughs> without repercussions. And the person just goes right for door three. I'm like, that is me. That is me. Like, I just can't. I, I have, as I said earlier, I'm trying not to be very judgmental, very open-minded, like,
2: mm-hmm.
3: you know, your gender or race or sexual orientation, like, everything like that. Like, whatever you want. Don't right. care. Yeah. Super, like, people who are stupid, like, ignorant, stupid, like, I can't. I can't. Mm-hmm. I just have no tolerance for that. <laughs> just none. Those are the people that I judge and that I'm, like, rude to. That's about it. Yeah.
2: Other than that,
3: I pride myself on being like a nice person. I'm polite, I have good manners. But no, if you're dumb, like stop. Just don't. Okay.
0: Well, that was like the other thing. Like I worked in the back room, so like I was very little on the floor, so I didn't deal with like customers that often.
3: That's the dream. That is the dream.
0: <laughs> Every once in a while though, it would happen, you know, and the problem is because I spend all my time in the back room, I don't know where anything is on the floor. <laughs> So they're asking me, like, well, where's the, you know, bleach? And I'm like, well, I know it's in this section of the store, but I can't tell you what aisle. So, like, <laughs> I'd usually have to find another person that works there to, like, get them to answer the actual question.
3: Then you look like that dumb employee, like, oh, this person doesn't know anything.
0: Yeah, like, how long have you been here? And I'm like, two and a half years.
3: Where <laughs> the bleach is. God damn it.
0: <laughs> exactly. Like, it's... Yeah, so it was, I, I remember this one time, this lady asked me for, um, they're like the big, like, cooking eyedropper thingies.
3: Oh, the.
0: I don't know what the proper term for them is.
3: The, like, juice sucker? Yeah, ju- yeah. She, baster, she, baster.
0: Baster, yes. She asked me for those, and I'm like, well, I had assumed they'd be on this wall, but that's about all I can give you. And I noticed another guy who worked in the back room with me, but (laughs) who was nearby. And I pulled him over and I was like, because I I thought I remembered that he'd worked in other positions in the store before I saw him in the back room. And I was like, had just started to ask him like, well, hey, do you know where like the basters are? And the woman like turned to me and she was like, oh, he doesn't know anything. (laughs) (laughs) And, And I was like, just completely shocked. Uh, only to find out that they were, like, he was, like, her brother-in-law. So, like, they oh. were there together. <laughs> so, like, she had someone who worked in the store with her and still couldn't find the things. Which is just mind-boggling.
3: Well, at least that doesn't make you, that like, <laughs> as bad.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, Hopefully. at least it's not some
3: random customer where, like, these two Target idiots can't find anything. <laughs> like, what kind of people do they employ here?
0: Yeah oh man i'm like i could tell you exactly where it is in the back room but <laughs> <laughs> that's not the same thing
2: no
3: no 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 yeah we watch superstore every now and then and it's like a little over the top like it's a little outlandish but like some of the things in there you're like oh my god yes like that <laughs> happens all the time mm-hmm. These people. Ugh. yes yeah yeah so i'm a good now i'm in my cube my my layer of my cave of solitude as i like to call it sometimes nice when my uh my work bff put in her notice as i mentioned she had a good good cubicle as i like to call it she's all the way in the back she has like windows behind her mind you the windows overlook uh, the porn shop that's next door
1: of
0: course
3: of course and like part of the parking garage so like nothing too except but there's light there's natural light there Mm -hmm. because my office the way we do it we have like our cubicles there's like three rows so like the first year staff sits in the front okay. and then up you get to move further to the back toward the windows okay so nice. so they kept my i was considered small business because i'm not a cpa so like the staff staff that come in from college with their degrees kind of sit over like the assurance and the audit staff sit over on one side of the office And then I sat with some other people over on the other side. So my cubicle was fine. Um, My favorite partner sat behind me, like her office was behind me. So I could just turn around and talk to her. But then there's always people going by. And another one of the managers in her office, who's very nice, but talks very loudly and Mm -hmm. talks like incessantly, would also come like, would usually come and talk to that partner because we all do tax. Mm -hmm. So she'd be back there like, like with the door shut, can still hear everything. <laughs> and so it was just a little high traffic whereas my friend she sat over she had like a wall like a full wall on the side of her cubicle so it was like almost all enclosed besides where you'd walk into the back
2: mm-hmm.
3: no one ever went over there like no one ever goes behind <laughs> cubicle or anything I'm like oh. so she came over she's she like she's like do you want to go get co-? on our skype she instant message skyped me I was like, do you want to go next door and get coffee and i'm like oh yeah, yeah. so she's like oh She's like, I invite you because I have to tell you something. I kind of knew. She's like, I'm quitting, blah, blah, blah. But then like two seconds, I'm like, so that's shitty. A. Eh? Yeah. Because I like, when you're leaving. But then like later that day, I asked like my favorite partner, I'm like, so Anna's leaving. <laughs> I go to her cubicle. She's like, uh, I guess so. And I'm like, perfect. Nice. But, like as soon as she left, like I was moving my stuff over there. Yeah. Everybody's in front of me. But like the other people in the office are vultures. Like, as soon as somebody leaves, they all go to their cube and start taking all the good stuff. Ugh. And I'm like, no, this is mine. Like, I prepared to pee around it, claim it as my territory. <laughs> like, because uh, she she did the same thing. She had accumulated, like, two giant monitors. Like,
0: we oh, got wow. standing
3: desks. But I liked her standing desk better than mine. <laughs> so I'm like, I need all this good shit in her cube before other people take it. <laughs> so she was gone not even two hours, and I was fully moved into her cube. Awesome. But yeah, so it's like my my layer, my cave of solitude as an as an introvert, I enjoy it.
2: Um
3: Good. one of I actually kind of similar story how you were talking about you worked at Target, you were maybe gonna be like move up to more like a manager like lead position, but you were like, ooh, introvert. Mm, yeah. Do I wanna manage no, not so much. <laughs> I'm kinda of the same boat, so I was in charge of all the individual like new staff this year. Because in our office, there's, like, a few people who do, like, just tax specifically. Like, Anna, my friend, whose cubicle I took. Mm. Um, I mostly do tax. But then during tax season, to deal with the volume, usually some of the new staff will come in for, you know, that part of the season. They'll do taxes. So, obviously, someone has to show them what to do. So, mm. I, the last couple of years, kind of, I've been in charge. But usually, it's just, like, one person. Like, a couple of years ago, we got one new person. I trained her, and then she ended up staying on as an admin and then she does taxes during tax season so i was like i've only ever had to train her just by herself and then this year they're like well there's four new people oh I'm like, wow oh. i'm like i can't no i'm like I can't train four people that's too many people I'm like <laughs> these people like oh awful but actually i love them they're like my little i call them my little panda bears oh so sweet i love them so much they're adorable they're also, I love them and I loved it. And I, this was actually the happiest I was during tax season being in charge of all my little pandas. Great. Yeah. So if if I passed my enrolled agent exam then I could, I could be a manager at my office basically. Mm-hmm. So kind of the same deal. It's more at first I was like, mm, no, I don't want to be in charge. I just want to sit in my cubicle,
2: mm-hmm. prepare
3: my tax returns, <laughs> preferably if no one talks to me. Right. Ever. And maybe it's just somebody brings me coffee sometimes and make sure I'm alive. <laughs> that's all i need that's all i need in my life but yeah i'm kind of kind of into it kinda yeah. Looking forward, but yeah we'll see what happens i have to finish studying first and take my test which i'm not that into that but yeah but it's at least multiple choice as i discussed earlier when we were discussing writing i'm not i'm <laughs> not a good essay writer one i'm a procrastinator sure for someone who's kind of i'm very like I need to have lists, like, I can plan out, like, when we're going on vacation,
1: mm-hmm.
2: not
3: like to the second what we're doing, but like, I look at the hotels, like, I plan out all our stuff, like, what time we should go, like, things like that. I'm very, like, mm, I have to do this thing. I don't want to do it. going to wait until the last possible minute,
2: mm-hmm.
3: throw it together, and hope it all works. Yeah. Now, that's how I've made it through college, basically. <laughs> Same, college is a lot
0: same. Of essays.
3: And essays are terrible. I agree. Yeah. Everything should be multiple choice. Everything. <laughs> but so that's usually what I do is my freshman year. We're just going to tell college stories. I think we're just going to tell stories for like hours. <laughs> that's my plan. Okay. So my freshman year, I came up. Now my name is Megan. Mm-hmm. And there was like a, th- I think out of all the people I went to college with, there was a thousand Megan's.
1: Oh, my there, goodness.
3: Yeah, like, like not literally, but...
1: Right.
2: On
3: dorm, on my floor, I lived in, a, like, a tower, so there was 12 floors of the tower. Yeah. And it was, wasn't was huge, so there's probably, like, 12, 12 dorm rooms, so probably, what, like, 20, 25 people per okay. floor. Mm-hmm. So my freshman year, there's two other Megans on my floor. There's Jeez. me, who spells my name correctly without an H. <laughs> there was an H-Megan. Okay. And there was a... M-E-A-G-H-A-N, Megan, yeah. which is not a thing. No. That's- <laughs> so there was us three who, none of us were friends. We just all lived on the same floor. But my best friends, some of my best friends, my freshman year was another Megan. Oh, my gosh. Yes, I met. So these are all my friends I met at orientation. So I, as I said, I was a very cool, hip, scene kid. Who like good music? So I'm sitting with my parents, <laughs> at one of the cafeterias with like all my like band pins mm. on my shoulder bag, which mm-hmm. is as you did back in the day, sure. real pins and whatever else. And this other girl comes up. She's like, "I like your pins. Can I sit with you?" I'm like, absolutely. So ta da, Megan. Her name of course. is Megan. Of course. Yes, Megan from Canada with an H.
0: So <laughs> from Megan, Canada.
3: From Canada, BFF. Yeah. And then, I think, I'm trying to remember where I met my friend Meg. So, now her name was just Meg. Like, her name's not Megan. It was just Meg. But we, we acquired her from somewhere also. So, like, those were literally the, probably the first three people I met at orientation. So, Jeez. we had the Megan, like, Meg squad. I was emo Meg. Canada Megan was hardcore Meg. And then, um, Meg was indie Meg. That's how we distinguished ourselves. Oh, boy. Yeah, we are very cool. Yes. As you can tell. Yeah. <laughs> so I digressed again for like the thousandth time. Mm-hmm. So the point of this is that every time I had an essay, do cl- paper, clearly not going to write it ahead of time because I don't want to. Why should I do that?
1: Yeah.
3: So it would get to be Sunday night, due on Monday. It's like six o'clock. I'm like, all right, got to do my paper. Going to do it. Sit down at my desk. Type a sentence i'm like oh, all right i started it get to check all the away messages on instant messenger <laughs> what's going on perfect mm-hmm. type 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 okay i have my introduction done gotta check my space yeah. quite a reward i deserve this i've worked so hard <laughs> inevitably megan hardcore megan would instant message me hey um uh, i was gonna go to the computer lab i have to write a paper do you want to go absolutely can't do anything in my dorm room obviously clearly so, clearly so and then our also our friend marissa we collected people with m names m names m names also we had a friend katie too she was part of our squad she okay. wasn't an m, but she was allowed usually would end up at least some combination of the four of us in the computer lab type 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 same thing like instant message instant message like emo song lyrics oh my god blah 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 it gets be like two in the morning because we started this at like 9 at night.
2: Mm-hmm. And it's like a
3: 15 page paper, because of course it is. Usually at that point, be like, Are you hungry? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to Wegmans. Oh
0: my goodness. Love Wegmans. Yeah.
3: Love we- Wegmans is the greatest. <sighs> Wegmans is the greatest supermarket of all time. Like, fight me on it.
0: I miss Come- it so much. There's no Wegmans out here in Pittsburgh.
3: No, there's not one that way, is there? No. I have been blessed. I think I've. I've only lived in, like, one place without a Wegmans. Ugh. It was depressing. Maybe two, two places. So, but, yeah, we can discuss Wegmans momentarily. But basically, <laughs> okay. it would end up like two or three in the morning. We would go to Wegmans, buy, like, a candy bar, like, some Red Bull, like, whatever, whatever you buy. Usually, a bag, we would buy magazines because, why not? I have all this free time to read at three in the morning while I'm writing my paper The stew at eight. Yeah. We would go back and then we would be blasting our music our emo scene kid cool music. We would be driving around through Ithaca, drive over through Cornell, take in the scenery, come back up, go to the computer lab where mind you we left all our stuff so no one else can use the computer.
2: Naturally. just up,
3: all our shit all over the place. finish the paper at like six in the morning Ugh. go turn like and I did this like every time I had an essay due. every time. jeez. I just can't. If I don't want to do something. I just can't make myself do it. I'm very bad about it. I have no, like, self, like, motivation.
0: I'm, I'm the also, same way.
3: Yeah, but I'm also very, like, I can't not do the paper. Like, that's not a choice. Like, right. I'm a good child. I am a good student. I do my work. And I do it well. Like, it's not like I'm bad. Like, I, I write crappy papers. Like, I is the English good? Like, the book book is good. Like, well, like, I can write well. Mm-hmm. I can speak intelligently. I can like put together like a something. Thought. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, yeah. But yeah, I just, no, I couldn't do it. I can't do it ahead of time.
0: Mm.
3: But I got to go to Wegmans at like three in the morning a lot, which was worth it, I suppose.
0: So, my comparable situation in my college experience, procrastinating and such and such, um, since we didn't have Wegmans, the the biggest problem I have with Pittsburgh is that it's a college town because you've got university of Pittsburgh, you've got Mm -hmm. Carnegie Mellon, you've got, um, uh, uh, Duquesne. There's the art Institute downtown. Um, and there's like two or three more colleges besides that. And they're all in Pittsburgh in the city, right?
2: Mm -hmm.
0: So it's a pretty big college town. And every single place closes at, like, 10 or 11 p.m.
2: You
3: can't do that in college town. It's
0: in—it's crazy. Everything does. The There's uh, uh, two exceptions um, from when I was living at the dorms. The first is the 7-Eleven, <laughs> uh, which we called negative four. And the second is McDonald's, which was open 24-7
3: both very enticing places to go.
0: Yeah. But you get to like three in the morning and it's like the best place to go.
3: (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, so like we would go there and like, I mean, I was always up at that time anyway, but like there'd be like four or five of us, we'd go to McDonald's at like two in the morning. We'd get like a milkshake, fries, burger, sit upstairs and like talk until five in the morning Just, like, bullshitting about this, that, and the other. Stumble back home to the dorms (laughs) and, like, go back to our rooms. But then we wouldn't all go back to our own rooms to do whatever we had to get done for the next day. We'd all go to my room and we'd play video (laughs) games and we'd listen to music. Eh. Or I'd throw on, like, some old Pokemon TV episodes. (laughs) And, like, we would just, like, kill another, like, three or four hours in my room doing whatever we could. And, like, that happened all the time. All the time. It was insane. So, like, one of my... This is similar to your, like, all the Megans. Um, (laughs) There were 30 rooms on our floor, and they were all singles. And in room number five, at the start of the first year I was in school, there was a Melvin. And about a month into the semester, he left. Uh, Melvin was a... uh, somewhat rotund um black man with dreads and he left about a month into the semester none of us really got to know him he didn't spend too long he wasn't very social with the rest of the floor and so that room was just empty for you know a month or so and then finally our ra came around and he was like hey there's a new guy that's going to be moving into melvin's old room uh he was living in a lounge in a different uh dormitory and they're removing him from that and bringing him over here. So we were like, okay, cool. What's his name? And I was like, it's Melvin. <laughs> and so Melvin shows up. <laughs> Melvin number two is also a black man, uh, except this <laughs> Melvin is a tall, bald black man. Uh, and this Melvin and I became like best friends instantly. So much so that the chair that you get from, that's in your room when you move in, he brought his over to my room and it stayed <laughs> there for, like, four months. And, it like, he just, he would wake up, he would come to my room, and we would just play video games, talk, watch movies, TV shows, maybe go to class once in a while. Sometimes. Uh, you know, and, and like, basically, like, live together, which was kind of insane. <laughs> and um, he, it was just, like, it was just such a... Crazy situation that like Melvin turned into Melvin. It yeah. So it was so weird. And unfortunately, what ended up happening. So I think some like sometime in January, his family came to visit him and like they went, they like the question, like, where's your chair? Where's all your stuff? And so like he had to like begrudgingly get all of his stuff out of my room <laughs> and take it over to his. But part of what kind of led to just like everybody being in my room all the time there uh, the dorm i the, the i also lived in a tower and the tower i lived in one of a couple of the floors had sophomores in it so it wasn't just all freshmen and there was this one sophomore who spent a lot of time with us probably because he couldn't get friends of his own <laughs> and we all kind of didn't like him um his name was steve and At one point during their freshman year, he donkey kicked my door. I don't know why. I think the intent was he wanted to prove he could, like, kick my door open when it was shut and locked, which he obviously couldn't. No. But what ended up happening was it broke my door and I could not latch it shut anymore. (laughs) <laughs> so the only way I could keep it actually closed was to deadbolt it. But if I left my door, my, like I left the tower, I couldn't deadbolt it. Cause I'd never be able to get back in Right. and I couldn't deadbolt it from outside anyway. So if I wasn't there, anyone could just go into my room <laughs> if they knew, like I would pull it shut, but like you could see that there was like enough space between the door and the frame that like, obviously this door isn't shut all the way, whatever. Um, so Like it was just like, I would come back from class and there'd be like four people in my room playing video games without me. (laughs) And like, I would just, I eventually just was like, all right, I mean that this is my life now. (laughs) I have resigned to this. Like I would let people sleep on my floor who were like passed out drunk. And you know, this, that, the other.
3: That's very tolerant of you.
0: It was nice. It was good times. I, cause like I had this, like I had a mini fridge in my dorm And, like, early on, I was like, hey, if you want a drink, you can go into my mini-fridge and, like, get whatever you want. I had, like, YooHoo and soda and apple juice and, like, whatever. And uh, the problem was, like, I kept buying more drinks because I needed there to be drinks there for me. And other people kept drinking them, too, which was fine (laughs) because I had told them they could. So, obviously, right. But, like, I remember I went up to one of the lounges to do something. And I came back. There were literally, like, eight people in my room. I came back. And one of my friends, Jordan... I, 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 Nobody saw me. And I was, like, coming around the bend. And I could hear him talking. And he was basically preaching to everybody else, like, Hey, look, Ryan's such a nice guy. He lets you stay in his room. Uh, stop drinking all this shit. Because it cost <laughs> him a lot of money. Which is true. It did cost a lot of money. <laughs> and so... I never, like, confronted my friend about this or, like, anybody about this. But, like, next day and for the rest of the semester and year, no one drank any of my drinks. Oh. <laughs> Unless I, like, specifically got it out and handed it to them. No.
2: That's so nice.
0: It was. It was super sweet. <laughs>
3: well, that's good, though. That's You had good friends who didn't, like, break into your room and steal <laughs> shit.
0: Well, okay. Like,
3: well, okay, maybe. Uh-oh.
0: <laughs> so... <laughs> so this is probably the what I'm most famous for from freshman year, though. Um, we had this other guy on our floor named Amar, who was this really short, chubby Indian kid. And um, the kind of kid, like, he literally bragged to us about the terabytes worth of porn he has on his computer.
3: As you would.
0: Of course. Oh, okay. Like, why wouldn't you? Tell everyone. <laughs> Put, take out an ad in the newspaper, right? So... You should have... Got, everybody should have gone to his room to watch all the porn. Yeah. Well, what happened... Well, so he got a... Well, our RA at the very... Like, at orientation, his... his Basically, his creed was, look, We I want to have an open-door policy. So there's only two reasons you guys are allowed to shut your doors. The first is if you're sleeping. And he's like, the second reason is if you're masturbating. And... <laughs> A lot of us really took that to heart and that made for a really good community of friends and people that got to know each other which was awesome. But one of the things that Amar got into the habit of doing, because everyone's room was open, and like you're like sitting in your room, you're facing perpendicular to the doorway so you're not really paying attention to the doorway all the time you're on your computer, he would try to sneak into everybody's room and scare them. (laughs) Which is harmless. And he was like it kind of became a competition for him to try to scare every single person on the floor. And eventually the only person he had to scare left was me. (laughs) And the problem was that like, I was just so accustomed to everybody being in my room that like, I was never surprised by him coming in and like trying to like jump scare me. And so like, he was really frustrated and like it it was really getting to him. Like he tried to hide it, (laughs) but it was really getting to him. So we had this fire drill one day. And it was like a pretty cold day. We're all outside in like our pajamas. It's really cold. Finally, we're let back in. And and the only way to get back in, like you have to give somebody your card. They have to swipe it. And then they open up a locked door for you to go in. And so Amar rushes back in. First person to get their card swiped. Rushes through the door. Calls the elevator. There's only one elevator of the three that goes to our floor. He picks that one. Goes to our floor. Shuts it on everyone else following him. So we're all already pissed. I was like the second or third person through the door. I took the steps. We were on the fourth floor. Ran up the steps. And I got up there. And as soon as I got onto our floor, I heard a door shut. I figured it was just him getting back to his room. So I was like, whatever. I go to my room, push the door open because it's still broken from Steve. (laughs) And in this dark room, Amar jumps out at me, scares me, and just like instinct took over and like threw him on the ground in my room (laughs) and like just started beating him on like the stomach and chest and then the arms and in the process, like my door starts to like slowly swing shut. So like if you're coming up after me, like you don't hear it or see it rather. And my, (laughs) and like my friend Jordan tells this story and he's like, he's like, yeah, we all came up to the floor and the only thing you could hear was Amar screaming. And like, it was really, it was really not great. And so like, I beat on him for a while and like his, it was so strange and maybe I'm misremembering it because, you know, this was like nine years ago, but I, the way I remember it is like, at first he just started laughing when I started to punch him. But then the longer it went on, the more his laughter started to morph into like cries of pain. It was really (laughs) strange. I, I can't imagine like listening to it from the other side of the door. So eventually I like, I got, I was finished and like left put, kicked him out of my room and I instituted. Um, uh, and, and this is for Amar. This became a really traumatic experience because I instituted a piece of duct tape and I put it right on the doorway of my room. And I told him, if you ever cross this line, I want to beat you up again because I no longer <laughs> trusted him to be in my room after he had like broken my trust by going in it when I wasn't there and when I didn't want him to be and then scaring me. And I was like, this isn't okay. So for the rest of the year, he wasn't allowed cross that line. And now throughout the year I would move the line. So if like he did nice things or like was kind or like favorability (laughs) went up, I would move the line further into the room. At one point I had pushed the line outside of my room into the hallway And made it so that there was a chunk of the hallway he wasn't allowed to occupy. (laughs) And so every once in a while, I would, like, see him run past my room and, like, jump from one side to the other. (laughs) Which is absurd. Like, I can't believe he would, like, actually follow that rule. It it makes no sense.
3: Yeah, that's why I was going to say that he was actually like, okay, like, I'm not going to go into the hallway (laughs) space. Like, apparently you beat him pretty good.
0: I'm, I guess like I don't know like I never saw, he never like showed me if there were bruises or anything like it wasn't like anything permanent happened to him or he had to like go to the hospital or anything It was never that bad but
3: <laughs> this um, isn't what got arrested is it
0: no this is oh, okay. an independent <laughs> story um, but what was funny was like he would like stand at the edge of the tape and like lean in to like try to see what was happening in our room because that's where everybody congregated. So ultimately it really like alienated him from the rest of the floor because everyone hung out in my room and he couldn't hang out with us. <laughs> and he would be like leaning in my doorway and then somebody would walk past him from behind and push him. So he fell across the line and like, I would be out of my chair in an instant, like on him and he'd like <laughs> scramble away from me as fast as he could. <laughs> it was like, really, and so what was great was like, um, sophomore year we all a lot of us stayed together and lived in the same dorm again just like on a different floor i lived in the exact same room position as i did the first time and first day i put down a piece of duct tape because amar lived on the same floor as us <laughs> and like the cycle just happened all over again <laughs> so i've seen him a couple of times like he was at my former roommate's wedding when i was the groomsman and like He's coming in town a couple times. We went and saw um, the foreigner together. If you remember Hmm. that from the slate.
3: Yes. That was a good week.
0: Yeah. Um, So like he and I, he came into town for a weekend for somebody else's wedding. And like, so like, and he like picked me up. We went to the movies, but he's a very physical person. He likes to hug a lot. Um, My former friend, Nick, like he likes to nuzzle. He has like a lot of facial hair. He wants (laughs) to like nuzzle people. And and like he's so upset because like I won't even touch him like I I refuse to like interact with him in a physical way at all he like tries to shake my hand I refuse um I think the most I'll do is like he like sticks out a E.T. finger and I'll like touch it and I'll be like that's enough (laughs) and it's that poor guy though I really think that like that whole circumstance of not being in my room really stunted his social growth this
3: sounds like Traumatic experience for Amar.
0: It kind of was. It really. Like he,
3: if he goes to therapy, he probably talks about you. <laughs> oh,
0: I. If he, if he did, or I, I feel like that happened a while ago because now when I see him, he never seems to have, like a problem with me. He still really wants to be my friend. I mean, I guess I wouldn't say he's not my friend, but like he really wants to be good friends with me. Which maybe is a complex. I don't know. <laughs>
3: It's just, well, maybe. You're like the the unattainable. Like, he couldn't <laughs> scare you. And then he finally did, and you beat the shit out of him.
0: Yeah.
3: And you ostracized him. Yeah. From your room and the rest of the floor. So it's kind of like, I need him to like me. I yeah. need to fix it. It's never yeah. happened so far. I give it up.
0: Yeah, I think that's <laughs> not far from what's really going on <laughs> in his head, at least. Yeah. Yeah.
3: That was quite a story. It's a good one. That. that was a good one. Yeah. I don't college
0: really have... college is a lot of good stories, I think.
3: Yeah. I, college was really great. Like, if I could go back to college and just be in college forever. And it
0: totally didn't cost so. any money? Yeah.
3: But I'm still paying for it, so.
0: <sighs> so many people are. Yeah. It sucks.
3: It's crazy. Like, Well, part of it is that, as I mentioned, I went to school and was a media studies, major sociology minor at a private school.
0: That's true. Yeah. So
3: that was expensive for me to be an accountant. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I've heard accountants make good money, though.
3: Yes, yes, that is true. So, if I, Well, the only thing is I'm not a CPA. So at my firm, I can't make partner. I can be a manager. That's as okay. high as I can go if mm. I take my EA exam. So I can, I I can get some cash money once i do that but right but yeah it's not a bad gig it's all right good. but yeah i don't i don't know if it's thirty thousand dollars worth of school per year good but
0: it's not right. much is honestly
3: no. <laughs> it was pretty fun though i mean yeah it was probably worth it it's all right
0: yeah i i always say like i think like the experience of being in college was worth far more than like whatever i learned there
3: yes very true okay
0: because like the idea of having a degree in fiction writing is one that I always find myself having to defend because people are like why don't you just write stuff I'm like I mean kind of but like there's a little more to it than that <laughs> like it's there's so it's, it's a lot more to it like there's so many more technical elements that you don't really expect when you first start to like write something that really go into it and just the idea just the ability to be able to get like a lot of feedback and critique from a wider range of people is is invaluable. Um so it's 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 worth it. Yeah. Even if you can't successfully be a writer when you come out of it because most people can't. Um it's it was fun. Yeah. I don't I don't regret it at all.
3: Yeah. No, that's how I feel. It was yeah. a good time. It was worthwhile. Yeah. So with your writing major, mm-hmm. like, is that what you would want to do? Like, if you could do whatever you wanted, and you so, were qualified to do it, what would you do?
0: So, honestly, if I could do whatever I wanted, anything involving movie statistics, top first th- first in line. I don't know what that would be, necessarily. Like, if I could work at, like, The Numbers, or Box Office Mojo, or Rotten Tomatoes, or like letterboxed, if I could like work with them somehow without needing to know like how to code, I'd love that. But there doesn't seem to be a lot of like opportunities in that sense. And a lot of those companies, like even fantasy movie league, like doesn't clearly does not have enough people working for it to like maintain everything that we need them to. Right. And obviously there, I think there are a ton of people who play the game who would love to help like improve it and make it better. So it's not a matter of they don't have enough people willing to do it. It's probably they just don't make enough money from it, I bet. So, like, that's not... As much as I I, I would love to do that, that's number one. But number two would be, like, fiction writer, novelist, stories, (laughs) etc. So to that end, since I left my job in August, I've been trying to do, like, freelance writing, ghost writing, things like that to try and find a way to make money. And I guess it was either... I guess it was, like, April or so. So, like, a little more than two months ago. Um, I got I got in contact with this guy on this website that puts together freelancers and jobs. And he was, like... He basically was, like, looking for people to, get, to start getting... To get into writing. And he wanted to start his own publishing thing and, and help people... Help writers out to get published. And... Like, so I applied for the position, or I guess it's not a position, but I applied for the job, for the gig. And in the in the time since then, he's been, like, totally on board. He's like, hey, look, let me give you this prompt. Get, send me, like, a thousand words on it or so, and uh, we'll see what happens. So I did that, and he was like, thought this was great. I'd love to work with you. And so at this point in time, um, as I am still, I think I've made approximately, like, $15.00 in the last eight <laughs> months or 10 months or so rolling in it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the last time I was in contact with this guy, he was like, yeah, I'm working on drawing up a contract for you. Hmm. And uh, we're going to try to like, get you to publish your thing.
1: And I was like, That's
0: amazing. And so like, just kind of waiting for that to come around and hoping, because like, it's going to be, Like, he's going to, he's handling all, like, the distribution and all that kind of side of things. I just got to write it. And Mm -hmm. he's like, yeah, we'll put it on, like, uh, Amazon. We'll put it on Kindle. And, like, we can even do it in, like, paperback if you want hard copies. And I was like, I would love hard copies. To, like, hold something that was, like, made that has my name on it. That's such an, that sounds like such the best feeling.
3: (laughs) Yeah, that's, like, super cool.
0: I know fingers crossed that it works out and that I hear from him like now. Yes. I was <laughs> it's just a waiting game and it's frustrating, but it's fine. Yeah, That's good fine. though. Yeah.
3: That is very exciting that, you know, something that you like to do and want to do works
0: out. Yeah. So my hope, cause like my girlfriend and I have had this conversation many times. Like I, like I said, I graduated without debt. So like, I still have money to like lean back on if I absolutely need to. And I'm like, okay. sometime around like October this year, I will have burned through all the excess money I made working at Target for three years. And I'm like, my plan was when I hit that point, I got to find another job and make some money because like I don't need my savings. And I feel bad because like because I make no money, I want to spend no money. Mm -hmm. And my girlfriend as like a retail manager makes a decent amount of money mm-hmm. um although like she's dealing with her own like student debts and whatnot but you know like she has the money to spend and makes the money to spend so like i always like we're going out to eat and i'm like i'm just gonna have a side of fries and she's <laughs> like i'm gonna have sushi and i'm gonna have this and i gonna have spring rolls and i'm like yeah <laughs> <laughs> so like you know like I, I don't like that imbalance and i want to be able to contribute my share of that so um so i'm hoping fingers crossed that like writing can be a thing and like yep. i can make enough there but we'll see doesn't always happen for everybody so i'm not like i'm not banking on it but like i'm hoping for it <laughs> yeah yes fingers crossed yes. fingers
3: crossed. good vibes
0: yes all the good vibes <laughs>
3: Well, that's exciting. Yeah. Good, good. Hmm. So it's 10 o'clock.
0: Yeah. Are About... you like, do you have a hard end point for this or?
3: Not really. My cat is pawing at my arm. He just woke up. He's been sleeping. What's his name? Um, we have three.
0: <gasps> what are their names?
3: This one is Pouncy.
0: <laughs> okay.
3: Named after the Pittsburgh Steelers football yep. player. Yes. Pittsburgh,
0: um,
1: yep.
3: Yep. So he is, he's the gentleman of the group. He's, <laughs> he's black and white and he's gigantic. He's a big fat ogre. Aww. Like, he's sweet. He's like so lovable. He Aww. would be, he'd be like a dumb jock, like on like the, like the teenage shows, like, Super nice, super sweet, dumb as a
1: post.
0: Yeah,
3: <laughs> he's um. I think he's he's black and white. He's medium hair. He I think he's part ragdoll. Okay, we have an idea. Like all our cats are just regular cats. Like they're not purebred. Mm-hmm. But um, based on their personalities, like we think he's part ragdoll because he's like a kind of a little longer haired. He's huge. He has huge feet. Um, and they call them puppy cats. 'Cause they like what? follow you around. Like he's constantly like underfoot behind you, like you trip over him. He like he That's has adorable. to be on your lap. He has to be touching you. Yes. He's very sweet. Hmm. He's a sweetheart. So we have Pouncy. He is how old is he? Seven. He's seven. Um, so going on, might as well tell another story. I'll tell you all about my cats. <laughs> okay. All right. So I have always liked cats ever since I was little. I always wanted a cat. Never had any pets when I was growing up. Always, every year for Christmas, I want a cat. I wanted a cat. That was on the list. Did not get one.
2: Aww. Ever.
3: And, like, my mom's, like, sisters, like, my aunts, like, they had cats. So we'd go to their house, and, like, I'd get to pet the cats. I'd be like, we should get one. My mom's like, no, not so much. <laughs> so once I graduated college, I lived by myself. I got a cat. I got Rambo was my cat. Oh, So I got him at Lollipop Farm.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's
3: what it was called. it's like this humane society up in Rochester and they have like horses and goats and cats and everything so I got Rambo um, his name was now I'm as I've discussed I'm not creative <laughs> so his name was Ford when I got him and I'm like well his name's not going to be Ford that's a shitty name agreed but um, I'm not good at coming up with names for things because I'm not creative so, for a while, I couldn't think of what to call him. And then I ended up calling him Toulouse from the Aristocats. Yes. And the only reason I called him that was because a girl I in high school that I knew <laughs> called her cat Toulouse, and I thought that was kind of cool.
0: <laughs> so, you so stole I'm, her cat name.
3: I stole her cat name. Okay. So, he was Toulouse for a while. And I never really called him that. But when I moved down and when my husband and I... Because we had briefly dated, like, when we first started working together in Ithaca. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing, like, major. And then he kind of, he got promoted and moved somewhere else. And then eventually, like, we relocated. I relocated, so I was back down where he was, and we started dating again. And I had Rambo at this point, Toulouse. Yeah. So he comes over, and he's like, Toulouse is a stupid name. Like, you can't, <laughs> your cat's name can't be named. Like, his name is not Toulouse. Like, that's not his name. And he was pretty like rowdy. Like, my husband is 6'5. He's very tall. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm five feet even. Like,
0: so. oh my goodness.
3: Yes, minor difference. Minor. Minor. Um, But anyway, so Rambo liked to play. Kyle would hide on the other side of the door frame, and Rambo could jump really high. He would jump up and hit him in the shoulders. Oh, wow. So he's like, he needs a better name than Toulouse. Like, he's really rambunctious. His name should be Rambo. Okay so rambo rambo exists so (laughs) i had rambo he had guess what his cat's name was i don't know megan his cat's name was megan of
0: course it was it really
3: yes yes what yeah when i first like when we first started (laughs) working together like before we were dating like he was engaged Um, okay yeah that's that's another story
0: (laughs) that can (laughs) be on the part two podcast my yeah, jail story
3: about going to jail and I talk about breaking up my now husband's <laughs> engagement. Okay. Perfect topics. Yes. So, um so yeah. So before we started dating at one point, um, I knew that he had a cat, but I, he hadn't really said much else about it. And um, his fiance at the time came in and was like, did, did Kyle tell you that like his cat's name is Megan? And I'm like, <laughs> "No." he's like, he's so embarrassed for whatever reason. <laughs> that like, he wouldn't tell you like what it was. I'm like, okay. So he had this cat, Megan. She was like this gray Persian cat, Rambo, by the way, he was like a gray and white tuxedo cat, very big. Like he was like 15, 16 pound cat. He was, he wasn't fat, but he was very tall and very big. Nice. He was awesome, like perfect cat. Awesome. So I had Rambo, he had Megan, he called her Maggie generally. I called her the gremlin. Because she was she was a sweet cat. She was, like, super sweet. But she, like, looked like she'd been, like, lived outside in a junkyard, like, her whole life. Aw. Kyle's dad found her, like, behind um this little, like, ice cream shop. Kind of, mm-hmm. where they lived. When she was, like, a little baby. Little baby, fluffy kitty. Brought her home. And, um, yeah, she, like, her tail was, like, bent. Like, had what? gotten shut in a door or something, like for whatever reason, her eyes, they almost looked like they had cataracts. Like, they were a little cloudy. But, like, she could see. She could see fine. She didn't have cataracts. It's just her eyes looked weird. And she, like, she was kind of chubby. She didn't, wasn't great about cleaning herself, so she's always sort of greasy and matted. Like, she would turn around to clean herself and, like, make these horrible, like, <laughs> like, noises. So, yes, yeah, so she was awesome. She's a good cat. But, yeah, so I just called her the gremlin, because she was just, like, this weird grody little cat. Mm -hmm. So we had the gremlin and we had Rambo. Now, mind you, the gremlin was like 13 or 14. She was older. Okay. Rambo, when we moved in together, he was like two, two ish. So we had them for a while for quite a while, actually like all the way until we got back together and got reengaged and lived here. And then um, the gremlin got sick. So we had put the gremlin to sleep. So we just had Rambo And obviously, like, that had been Kyle's cat, like, forever. Like, when he left home, he was like, I want to take the cat with me. So it's always been, like, his cat. Yeah. So I was like, well, you know, if you want another cat, that's fine. If you don't, whatever you want to do. He's like, no, no. He's like, I want to go get another one. So, like, a week later, we went and got, we went to look. And I'm like, well, you can pick out the cat. Like, this one's your cat. So he found this Calico cat. And he saw her on the SPCA website. And she will kind of look like she was smiling a little bit, so he really liked that.
0: So Ooh. we have
3: Roxy. Her name I was Roxy. Princess. That's not an acceptable name. No. No. So that was her name. So we got her. So we had Rambo and Roxy. They went together. So meanwhile, Roxy's great, but she's like, all she does is sleep. She loves to <laughs> sleep. Like, she's kind of a normal cat in that sense. Like, you won't see her for hours. She'll be in on the bed. You'll go to work. You'll come back. She's kind of in the same place on the bed. It's <laughs> decided that you're home. You pet her. She doesn't come out. She stays in there and goes back to sleep. Yep. So randomly at some point, usually around six, she'll come running out. She'll be all excited. You pet her. She goes and eats. She goes back to sleep. That's about what She gets great really good, Yeah, great cat. She gets yes. really excited for bedtime. She knows like, you know, 10, 11 o'clock. Like, going to go to sleep soon. Awesome. <laughs> So she'll come, like, just busting it, like, out and wait for us. So that's Roxy. She doesn't do anything. She's never done anything. She's always been like this. So at this point, Rambo is, like, five. Roxy is, like, two. Kyle's, like, Roxy needs someone to play with. I'm, like, first of all, Roxy doesn't do anything. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I don't think so. I mean, I like animals, so I don't really care But I'm Like, I don't really think if you just want another cat, that's fine. Like... Mm -hmm. But I don't think Roxy needs someone to play with is the accurate reason for
2: this.
3: (laughs) So, together at this point, we go to the SPCA and we found Pouncy, whose name was Luke. I don't know why. Not really a
0: Luke. That's a a people name.
3: (laughs) Yeah, kind of like Megan. Like, who names their cat Megan? I think I asked him, too, why, like, why, because he named the cat, Kyle did. Oh. Um, Why did you name the cat that? He's like, I don't know.
0: I had a dream one night.
3: Pre- premonition of his future wife apparently and just decided that was a great name for the cat
0: yeah did he spell Megan with an h
3: um no good No, nope, I think it was my spelled my way M-E-G-A-N good oh yeah uh so yeah so then at that point we had three of them that was enough that's plenty of cats before you become a crazy cat person yeah so we were pretty set at that point and then we saw Mia on the SPCA website. Cause we take like donations and stuff down. Okay. And, and Kyle, I think everybody just assumes that I'm a crazy cat lady. When I say that we have all these cats, mm-hmm. he is as like, he's probably worse than I am. He's just as bad. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. So
3: he was looking on the SPCA website and he's like, look at this cat. She's so cute. And she was <laughs> cute. She kind of looked like if Rambo and Maggie had had a baby. Oh, she's like a gray, like a little chubby gray thing. Like, Maggie being part Persian and being fat, she had, had like little stubby legs. Mm-hmm. So she looked like a little barrel on wheels. Like she was like, <laughs> so, and that's kind of how Mia was. She's like a little chubby, she's got kind of short legs. She kind of has this vaguely grumpy looking face, like a, like she's probably Persian at some point in her lineage. Mm-hmm. So we see her, I was like, oh, she's so cute. Like, I don't know if we need four cats. I'm like, not, probably not really. That's a lot. And we were about to go on vacation so I'm like eh. so we decided like okay no we don't need this other cat <laughs> so this is in May so September comes around and Kyle looks on the website he's like oh my gosh she's still there oh. like he went to PetSmart and here the our, the animal shelter will sometimes take the cats to PetSmart mm-hmm. so um, that was what was happening he went there and he's like oh my gosh she's still here Oh, and I'm like oh all right. So we asked them, like, you know, does she like other cats and all this stuff? And they're like, oh, yeah, like, we feed all the cats together and she's fine. No, she does not like other cats. Oh, no. Oh, no. The, oh. Her and Pounce just fighting in the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> so we got Mia. We brought her home. Mia really likes food. So that's why she got along with the other cats because it was feeding time and she had food. She doesn't I mind if people are around if there's food, but. Mm. Her and Roxy kind of, kind of get along. I say that they're both kind of socially awkward. Like Mia will run up to her like she wants to play with her and run away from her. And then, but if Roxy chases her, she gets really mad. (laughs) Of course. Yeah. So they're both super awkward together. Like kind of want to be friends, but don't really know what to do. Rambo and her didn't get along, but they mostly left each other alone. Now Pouncey, as I mentioned, is an idiot. He's just Mm -hmm. not smart. So he just wants to play with her and doesn't quite understand why she doesn't want to play with him. Yeah. So it's been, what, probably five five years now that we've had all like all of them, and he he's still every day stalks <laughs> her down the hallway, chases her up the tree like, and she just yowls and hisses and freaks out, mm. and he just keeps doing it. You'd think eventually he'd be like, okay, this doesn't work. No. Yeah. So yeah, so that's that. So we have three right now cuz my my beloved my Rambo passed away. Um like a month ago, actually. Oh so, yeah. Aww. I know. He was he was a good kitty. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so we have our three monsters to cause all the trouble. <laughs> yeah. Um but no, I don't really have a hard stop though. My husband is on his way home and he's not capable of being quiet. Okay. So that would be the only problem, is he'll come barging in, and then he'll want to talk. He'll want to talk on the podcast, too.
0: <laughs> okay. And I'll be I like, get, no, I see.
3: you're not invited to this.
1: <laughs>
3: right. So that'll be the only, that would be the only issue. Otherwise, I could just tell stories about <clears throat> random things forever. This has been very enjoyable.
0: Yeah, this is great.
3: Yeah, um, I was scared. I must admit, like, when you asked me, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I don't want to be rude. As I said, I'm not rude. I don't want to be rude and say no.
0: Oh, but, well... Like,
3: What am I going to talk
0: about? Like I said, like I asked about a dozen people or so a good, I would say about half of them were their first response was like, I don't really like to talk (laughs) (laughs) or like, I don't think I'd like to do this. And uh, so, (laughs) so like I got that response a lot. It was either. I don't like this thing or like I've been podcasting for like the last five years. Those were the two responses I got. (laughs) And I was like, Oh, Okay. Um, so, which was really straight, which was really funny. That was such a dichotomy. Uh, but yeah,
3: more like, cause I was like, well, I don't really know what I'm going to talk about. Cause I'm one of those weird people who doesn't watch a lot of movies, mm-hmm. but I was like, well, if we, like I said, I don't want to be rude. I'm sure I can come up with something. Mm-hmm. And then I was listening to some of yours yesterday. And I'm like, Oh my God. Like he's so knowledgeable. He knows all this stuff. He's seen all these movies. He has like all these spreadsheets. I'm like, I don't even know what I'm going to talk about. This is going to be horrifying. We're going to talk for like five minutes and he's going to be like, you're an idiot. You're oh my ruining goodness. my podcast. <laughs> Go away.
0: <laughs> I never want to see your screen name on fantasy movie League again. <laughs> no.
3: No, <laughs> block. never. The chatter.
0: But yeah, <laughs> no. no, this
3: was very, very fun.
0: Yeah. You've exceeded expectations.
3: Yay. By miles. And you agreed on most of my movies, except for the number one, one, but yeah. that's it.
0: Right. That's I Okay. okay um no well it's interesting like you you would definitely identify as a cat person i'm guessing yes
3: Yes. i like all animals i like dogs also Mm -hmm. but i prefer cats like i would like to have a bernese mountain dog love that yes they're perfect
0: i'm definitely a dog person although like you i'm i love the animals i would be happy uh when we move into our new apartment in august um dogs aren't allowed but cats are so we're gonna finally get a cat so excited um but when i was a kid when i when i i lived with my grandparents and when i was younger we had a dog named linus it was this black and gray german shepherd um they called it his name was linus because when they got him he carried a blanket around just like linus from peanuts oh
2: that's so cute
0: i know And so when I was, like, 7 or 8, Linus was, like, 13 or 14. He was getting very, very old. And my house growing up, it was three different stories. And Linus would go down to, like, the landing between a story and not be able to climb back up. He was just so weak and old. And so eventually they had to take him and have him put down. And I was very sad. But, like, Linus was never my dog. He was my grandparents' dog. So, like, it wasn't something I was, like super attached to at that age but then I really wanted another dog and my grandparents kept telling me like we're not getting another dog it's too sad we don't want to like make this like they'd had like two or three dogs before Linus so like they'd been through this a lot and they were kind of done with it and it was a lot for them which I understood but every year at Christmas my Christmas list would have like puppy written on it like four or five times (laughs) and one year, I don't remember, I was either 12 or 13. Um, we had a mantle over the fireplace that I would, like, thumbtack my Christmas list to. And I was just, I, every year I was, like, more and more invested in getting a dog, or getting a puppy. So that year, I had taken, like, a notepad and taped together, like, five or six different pages of it. And every single line just said, puppy, 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 <laughs> puppy, 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 like, a hundred times. And, like... I, I, you know, I wasn't privy to the conversations my grandparents had, but, like, it probably was something, like, he really wants... It was probably just an argument, like, he really wants a dog. I really don't want to get a dog and go through that again, but, like, he really wants it, and, like, that back and forth. So, like, we had this huge snowstorm that year in, like, early December. And my friends from down the street were, like, over, and we were outside, and we were playing in the snow, and we were sledding. We came inside. We had, like, hot dogs and hot chocolate for lunch. And, uh, we're sitting at the kitchen table and we look out through the glass door onto the porch and standing in the snow is this brown dog shivering, Mm. uh, covered in snow, like ice balls hanging on its fur. Um, its eyes were like squinted shut. It it looked awful. It was really skinny, super malnourished. And... You know, it just it it was like standing there just kind of it wasn't moving. It just like shivering kind of and staying there and looking at us through the window or through the door. And um, and so like we wanted to go out and pet it, but like wild dogs. So could have rabies, could have something we didn't, weren't allowed to go out and like play with it or anything. So my grandma went upstairs to the port uh, to the deck on the second floor and like dropped a piece of like bologna out for it to eat, which was so nice. <laughs> And when it was eating the bologna, like, it kind of turned its body around and, like, its tail had been completely cut off at the stub.
2: Mm. Um,
0: Which didn't... It wasn't like it got an accident. Like, it looked professionally done for... But it's not... She's not... She wasn't the type of dog that, like, had that done to them. Like, a bulldog or something. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm-hmm. So, like, it was just there. And um after like a while the dog kind of disappeared and we don't know where it went next morning we wake up we go we're like we're, I don't know, we're eating breakfast or something there's the newspaper is in front of the glass door and i mentioned our driveway is long and steep and windy right. mm-hmm. and the newspaper had found its way from the bottom of the driveway all the way up to our front door our side door i guess it was our side door and we don't know how it got there. And the same thing happened the day after that. <laughs> and it was the dog getting the newspaper for us. Aww. And so uh, like another day after that, my neighbors were over again. We were like out playing in the snow. Um, And the dog showed up. It was on the other side of the glass. And like, I went over to the glass and like, I was like miming, petting it through the door. <laughs> and my grandparents were standing in the kitchen And as they watched me do this, the dog, like, padded over to the door and pressed the side of its cheek up against my hand. And, like, and my granddad, like, just kind of threw his hands up and said, fine. (laughs) He's like, (laughs) okay. So, the next day, they, like, got the dog, took it to the vet. It got shots. It got spayed. um, All this stuff. Uh, And, like, they put a thing in the newspaper about a lost dog and, like, described her. But if nobody answered it, she was our dog. And we named her Sandy because (laughs) it was like a Christmas miracle. Like Sandy Claus and she was Sandy colored. (laughs) um, The vet said she was probably like not even a year old. So she was super young. You know, whatever had happened to her, like she already knew how to sit. She already knew how to lie down. She got the newspaper for us every morning, which is crazy. (laughs) Like I don't know how you how we would have taught her to do that. We probably wouldn't have taught her to do that if if she hadn't known how to do it already. And it was like the best Christmas came early. I had a dog now. Best thing of the best thing ever. Yay! It was so cool. Um, That's
2: sweet.
0: Yeah. So that was so I was like twelve or thirteen. So that was uh, fourteen years ago. Give or take. Um. She was like the nicest, happiest dog you'd ever see. Every time I came home from school, I'd open the door and she'd wiggle her way over to me because she would have <laughs> a tail. Um, if I was gone for like a week or longer, she would come up to me and like she'd pee on the floor. She was so excited. <laughs> it, it was awesome. It was it was great. And um, she was just like the biggest, funnest thing ever. And. You know, I went I was really sad to have to go to college and leave her because like she was the best. And like I'd come home from college on Thanksgiving break and, you know, she'd be there waiting for me and like, ah, she's like, I haven't seen you in so long. And I'm like, oh, my <laughs> goodness, I haven't seen you in so long. And so when I was um, I guess I was a junior in college, um, we were by that time we'd moved like off campus and there were four of us living in an apartment together. Uh, we had a couple of friends over. We were having a lot of fun. It was just a late night and just joking around. And my grandparent, my grandma called me at like eight thirty, nine o'clock at night. And this was, I think, a week before spring break that year. So like I'd already had plans to go home for spring break. I had my train ticket and re- ready to go. And she's like, "I gotta tell you something. I'm really sorry, but we had to put Sandy down last weekend." No. And I got so upset, and I was like, what happened? And she's like, well, a couple of weeks ago, she started, like, coughing up blood. Um, she got really tired. She couldn't pick herself up. She couldn't climb the steps. Uh, so we had her checked out, and um, the, do- the vet gave her some medication. Uh, apparently she had cancer. I don't remember what kind. And so, like... But he gave her some medication, like, gave her some shots, stuff to help her, make her, maybe make her stronger, see if she could, like survive this and the goal was that she could at least survive long enough for me to come home but a couple of days went by and like they they couldn't take it like just watching her was painful apparently i don't know i wasn't there but they are like just like watching her like struggle to climb the steps or like you know lift her head up sometimes even and so they had the like somebody come out to the house and like she had to be put down which was really sad and uh thankfully though like I, w- I got off the phone and like I kind of walked back into the living room and I was like so and like I told everybody what happened I was like that just happened and like they all gave me hugs, really nice and-, and considerate of them um but it was it was sad but yeah. And, like, I haven't had a pet since then. Um, my grandparents haven't had a pet since then either. I think that one was definitely their last pet, for sure. Uh, but I'm really excited to have another pet again. And I miss... Because, like, now... I mean, maybe it's the same with you. But, like, I come home... Like, I'm going to go home on Monday. And, like, every time I go through the front door, I just expect her to be waiting for me. Yeah. And, and this is like seven years later. And like, I just can't shake that feeling, you know?
3: Yeah. It's super sad. Cause Rambo was like, he was my first cat. Like I picked him out. I
0: mm-hmm. went and
3: got him. And he always like, he wait, he would wait for me. So oh. when I moved back home, like when I first moved back from Poughkeepsie to here, before I got my job at where I work now, um i lived at my parents house and so ramble lived there with me and he when i would come home from work he would like jump up on like we had a table kind of next to the window so he would jump up when he heard my car and look and then he would wait at the top of the stairs <laughs> and when it was tax season he knew when i was supposed to be home mm-hmm. so he would kind of like wait around he kind of like look for me and then like he would sort of like he would lay at the top of the stairs and kind of wait until i got back oh yeah, so he was he was my baby, Mr. Yeah. Mr. Dude. He was good, but we think he had cancer too. Oh no! He was he was twelve, so he wasn't like super old for a cat, but mm-hmm. um, he'd been kind of going up and like up and we have like a split level, so he would go down the stairs sort of funny. instead of just walking like you know one two like down it like you normally would. He sort of almost bunny hop. Okay. So we figured he was fat, like he was. Big big cat. So we figured he was getting old chubby and like arthritic or whatever. Right. because um, he was fine he was fine. It was uh, like a Tuesday or not Tuesday, a Thursday. Everything was fine, everything was normal. Um that Friday night we got home from work and he like he he was a puker. He mm. sort of puked a lot anyway. <laughs> so he was kind of puking and we were like, Oh, he must have like a hairball or something, like normal, whatever. So, but he was acting like really weird. Um, Like he went down the basement and kind of went behind the couch. He came upstairs and like went behind a table and like he, then he went like all the way behind our couch up here. So we're like, oh, we had like, you know, this stuff you put on his feet when he had a hairball, like this tuna flavored Vaseline to like help if he had it. So, and usually he really liked it. Like he loved to be brushed. Like I would get the brush out and he'd come running over like, get all hyped. (laughs) and then i put it on his feet afterwards so usually as soon as i like cracked the tube open he would come running over so i'm like here baba like come get your stuff so i opened it and he like didn't move not into it oh no yeah so eventually he came out and i kind of put him on his feet and he like sort of licked it he wasn't into it i had to oh, like wipe it off so he you could tell he didn't feel good so i'm like well if he still doesn't feel good the next day like take him to the vet or whatever so Kyle got up to go to work the next day. because it was his weekend to work. So he, he had been laying on like the bathroom floor, which is another weird thing. Like he doesn't usually lay in there. Mm-hmm. But I think the tile was cool. I think he liked it. So Kyle like picked him up to move him and he like yelped. Probably didn't feel good. They so like set him out here. And eventually he came in and somehow got up on our bed. Like our bed's high. I don't know how he got up on it. But he got up on okay. the bed, laid down and I got up and I brought him in like wet food. He, love food, like wet food especially, to see maybe if that would help him eat a little bit, like get the hairball out. So I took it to him on the bed and everything, and he wanted no part of it. So I was like, that's not good. Uh. Yeah, so we called the vet. I took him in. I still thought like, oh, you know, I think he had a hairball. So they took him out back, and they took like his temperature, and his temperature was really low. And they said, usually when it gets to this, like usually when a cat's temperature is like this, it's not good. So they did, like, blood work and stuff like that, and all his blood work was fine, except his white blood cells were really low. So they said it was probably their bone cancer, because that you wouldn't even, you wouldn't really be able to tell other tests. <laughs> and that would kind of explain why he was all limpy, gimpy up the stairs. Yeah. But it was either that, or he got into something, or he had an infection, but I don't think it was the, those things, because we don't really keep any stuff for him to get into in the house, because he's, like, he was a nosy, like, Nellie, he could so we didn't leave out food. There's no plants in the house. There's no, like, cleaning stuff out. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's super sad. It was, yeah. it's sad because he he was just, he was, like, perfect. He had just, he had, like, a good little personality. He, yeah, he was just, like, the perfect cat. So it's a bummer. So it's hard. I mean, we still have the other three, but it's, as I look over right now, as I say that, Pouncey's, like, rolling around on the floor <laughs> on the back, like,
0: mm-hmm.
3: doing, like just being fat.
0: <laughs> Being fat,
3: pretty much, yeah. So yeah. it's good. It's good. They're they're good, but it's just not the same. They're just not Rambo
1: Yeah. So it's hard.
3: Eventually, I'll we'll probably get. I want an orange cat. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted an orange cat, and that's like basically the only one I don't have. This, <laughs> not collected thus far. So
0: gotta catch them all.
3: Gotta catch them all. <laughs> so that, that might be the next one at some point, but it'll probably be a little bit. We have plenty at this point. Yeah. So do you have a certain dog in mind? Or are you just gonna kinda go to the shelter or
0: Well we have to get a cat.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. Right. Um I I your dog story. So I'm thinking like dog, dog dog.
0: Well, we um I like have a bookmarked like humane animal rescue thing with like all the different places in Pittsburgh that like have animals. And, like, I look at it every once in a while and, like, see all the different cats that are around and things like that. I don't particularly have a type of cat I'm looking for. Um, Just, like, a cute one.
3: Yeah.
0: Just, like, it looks nice. Yes. Yeah.
3: You'll know. You'll know when you see the cat. You'll Mm -hmm. be like, that's the one. That's
0: the cat. Definitely. We do already have a name, though, for the cat. (gasps) Yes. Okay. So the cat's name is going to be coxinha. Ooh. So, it's um so we were in my girlfriend and I were in Brazil like a month ago. Hmm. And um in Portuguese, coxinha, it's like um like a chicken croquette, but it also has like potato, mashed potatoes in it and cheese.
3: Uh, yeah, sounds delightful.
0: It's it's amazing. Um I'm a very picky eater and uh, this thing is, like, just heaven. <laughs> um, the only, like some Depending on where you get it, sometimes it'll have, like, um, green things in it, or...
3: <laughs> green things.
0: I, I, I don't know. I want to say chives, but it's definitely not chives. Maybe, like, <laughs> parsley or something. I don't know. I'm not... I don't understand what those things are, but they were green, and, like, I didn't want to eat them, so I'd have to, like, eat around them and pick them out <laughs> as I ate the thing. But... If it was just, like, chicken, mashed potatoes, cheese, and, like, in a breaded croquette, oh my goodness. That's, like, the perfect thing. Yes. Perfect thing. So, and those are called cochinas. And (laughs) it's, like, such a good word. It's, like, such a nice-sounding word.
3: Yes, that's an excellent That's not what I thought that the word probably meant. (laughs) Right. It's a little, once you know what it means, it's kind of a funny name, but it sounds (laughs) very, it's a beautiful name.
0: I love the, na- I love like the way it sounds like the name of it. So um, that's unless the cat we get already has a sweet name that fits it, which mm-hmm. I doubt given the fact that all the cats you've got have not had good names.
3: Yes. Yeah, so um, Mia's the only one who got to keep her name.
0: Right. So um, unless a situation like that happens, uh, I don't think, yeah, it'll be Koshinia.
3: Yeah. And usually if they're young enough, like we got all our cats when they were like, the boys were each six months old and the girls were each like between a year and two years old, but they all know their names now. Mm-hmm. Like they weren't particularly attached to their old names. Right. So every now and then we'll call Roxy princess just to see what happens. And she doesn't acknowledge it. So, but yeah, like Rambo knew his name. He was kind of like a dog. If I yelled Rambo, he would come.
2: <laughs> so yeah.
3: once, as long as you speak to them, they sort of figure out like, okay, whenever my person says this sound they're talking to me right. and I kind of figure it
0: out yeah <laughs> yeah so
3: I'm sure your cat will figure it out
0: hope so I'll be like home all day with him so yeah or her so I'll like we'll bond that way yes totally. you'll
2: be buddies It'll be sit
3: good. on my
0: lap and watch movies with me perfect yeah.
2: Yes,
3: when you get it, you'll have to uh, announce it to the Fantasy Movie Land and post pictures.
1: Yes, for sure.
3: Yes, on the Discord. Apparently, I thought there was a crisis. I saw that Sully posted something, but like, well, the Discord was nice while it lasted. And I was like, oh no, is the Discord broken? I guess just everybody was talking about weightlifting or something on the general chat. Oh. Yeah, so. I know
0: Steve's in the Discord now.
3: Oh no. That's a big thing. That's a thing.
0: But like, looking at the general chat, it looks like it's all about uncle drew
3: (laughs) that's the important thing this week anyway
0: yeah that's all that matters a lot of nick cage in here too gifts of nick cage interesting
3: i haven't gotten in there in a little bit every time i go in there like i leave for like literally five minutes and it's like 7,252
0: and i'm like i can't keep up with this it's impossible to keep up like i'm home all day and i can't keep up (laughs) like
3: like on the week, I wasn't doing anything else, and I tried to keep up. I'm like, this is impossible. I'm just going to go on the pictures of food and post like pictures of my <laughs> breakfast. Like that's my speed. Like that's about all I can do.
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: <sighs> all right, ten thirty-five. We've made we made it almost four hours.
0: Yeah, we're closing in. Yeah, but I think that's pretty good, though.
3: I think that's pretty good.
0: We went we went quite the distance.
3: Yeah, I'm impressed for yeah. two. inches. We talked a lot.
0: (laughs) Certainly. (laughs) And that's like leaving everybody with the hook of like a second episode where we talk about your breaking up your current husband's former engagement, me talking about being arrested. Like, that's a lot.
3: That's a lot. Yeah. That's a
0: good cliffhanger. It's going to be good. Yeah.
3: So, yeah, everybody will have to stay tuned for part two.
0: We'll have to think of some movies to talk about too, but. Those, yep. issues will, those stories will come up.
3: Yeah, we'll throw those in there. We'll figure something out. We'll throw them in there somehow. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for inviting me on.
0: Thanks for doing this. It's been awesome.
3: It's been yeah. Awesome. I enjoyed myself very much.
0: Yes. Four hours is a long time. I never felt yeah. like it dragged. <laughs> um, no, no. I really don't want all the other people I talk to to talk for four hours, though, because that's a I'm... lot of time to commit.
3: I'm sure none of them will be as interesting as I am. So I'm sure it'll be. They might also be able to stay on track a little better than I did.
0: So perhaps we'll see. <laughs> I, will, I will judge everybody I talk to based on how long they can talk to me. The longer Perfect. they go, the more interesting they are. So
3: they got have a great a, head start. Yes, they have a high threshold to get over.
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs> for sure. All awesome. Right. Um, I guess before you go, um, most podcasts. Have, like, I guess, since, like, you don't podcast, you're not, like, in the movie industry either, so I don't no. know that you'd really have anything to promote necessarily, but if you do, or if there's somebody else's thing you wanted to promote either, uh, I'll give you the opportunity.
3: Yeah, I mean, I have a Twitter, if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's mostly pictures of animals. Um, do snark- it comments my twitter is algo Feroz. it's a l g o f e r o z um i came up with that in college i mean something fierce in spanish okay which i thought was pretty pretty badass when i was in college and i've just <laughs> never changed since then
1: nice so,
3: and yeah and anybody anybody who hasn't joined the fantasy movie league at this point i mean i think they should
0: yeah it's, Test it out at least.
3: Yeah. If you're into spreadsheets and like really overanalyzing stuff like way more than you probably should for no reason at all, with very little hope of prizes, Mm
0: -hmm. Fantasy
3: Movie League is the thing for you.
0: Yeah. That's the demo I aim at with this podcast, too. So, (laughs) you
3: know. Do it to it. Yeah. All right. Well,
0: Well, thank you. Thanks, Meg. Appreciate it.
3: Thank you very much. I appreciate it also. I had a good time. Looking forward to part two.
0: Yeah. Can't wait. We'll set it up sometime in the future. Yes. Yes. Um, Yeah. Have a good night.
3: All right. Same to you. Talk to you later. Thanks. See ya.
2: Bye.
0: Bye. Thank you, everybody, uh, for listening to this episode. I realize it went pretty long, but it was some good conversation, so that's how those things kind of work. Uh, If you would like to find more episodes of this show, you can head over to circleoffilm.com for that and a lot of other things you can find on that website as well. Uh, You can find me at circleoffilm on Twitter or circleoffilm at gmail.com if you prefer email. If you would like to support the show, you can do that on patreon.com slash circleoffilm for as little as 8 cents an episode. Um, If you missed... Meg's Twitter handle. You can find that in the show notes below. Below, I guess. Um, And uh, that's it. Thank you so much again, if you made it through this whole episode. And as always, have a week.